Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what is going on, Gorehounds? Welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I don't bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies. Started off with that Chad Daddy, all the way down from the Chattahoochee, the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Mr. Chad Christmas. What's up, bitches? And hello, Heather, already in the chat. God damn. Yeah, she's on the ball. Sorry about that. Just moving my mic. Hell yeah. What's up, Heather? Hello, yeah. hello. We have the host with the ghost, Lord Scuba Cabra, the Dean of the Deceased, the Duke of the Dead, Mr. Steve Vasquez. What's up, baby? You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to pat myself on the back, dude. I used to have so much trouble whipping out all those names of yours dude i, know. I still don't have all of them but now <laughs> it just comes with like such ease it's like all right now it's part of it that's what happens when you do you're it doing week, good right? you're doing good and we have again joining us dude and you know what I, it just makes me happy it makes me very happy i know i love it live all the time uh we have the saucy aussie that doppelganger kangabanga all the way across the world mr brody kane Howdy, y'all motherfuckers, and thank you for having me once again. It is, oh, it is, it is oh, our pleasure. We love it. We love having you on. When it's even an ask, it's not even like it needs to be an ask. It's like, yeah, dude, just stop. Yeah, just fucking do it. <laughs> Doors yeah, open. You don't have to I thought, uh, I thought I'd do the right thing and just... Oh. Uh, Homie, you're in You're in the countdown at the beginning, man. You, yeah, you're, you're in like, the title. You know what I mean? Like, you... <laughs> like, for, for, <laughs> no, you're fine, man. You know, when I, when I talk about the show... Do you huh? guys hear that? What? You guys hear that sound? You don't no. hear the sound of all those panties dropping from Brody oh, being on. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anytime I pitch so the funny. show to people, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it's me. And then we have somebody in Jersey, somebody in Pennsylvania, somebody in New York. Oh, and then my buddy Brody all <laughs> the way in Australia. I do the same thing, dude. Brody's the Brody's the seller. Where it's just like. Yo, man, we also got an Aussie on the team, and they're like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, man, it's awesome, dude. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Stop it. You're all embarrassing me. Stop well, embarrassment watching. is okay, but it's true. Like, <laughs> it works, man. Like, it, I mean, dude, it would sell to me, so that's why I yeah. use it too, you know? Oh, yeah. For sure. It kind of works. Sorry. It kind of works both ways. Like, um, people will ask me, how's the podcast going? And go, yeah, that's no, good. And I think they expect me to say, it's just me and a bunch of Australians. And then I'll say, no, I'm on with this show with Americans. They're like, what? Oh, where are they from? You know, Pittsburgh or wherever, you know, Texas. And, and um, yeah, no, they, they're just as interested as much as it is vice versa over there. And uh, nice. I actually had one of them go to me, do they watch Bluey? And I said, ah, yes. you wouldn't yes. fucking read about it. <laughs> like, bro, about listen to the fucking show, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm coming a weekly wanted... fucking sidebar. 
I'm wondering if you tell them if you tell them that Scuba Steve's from Texas, do they watch hoping he's wearing like a big ten gallon hat? Dude, I, I hate you said that because I was literally gonna say, I bet you they tune in expecting me to have a big old ten gallon hat. So like, wait, if you're going with generalized stereotypes, dude. If I'm fucking New York, lessons. like am I fucking like Bronx, New York, dude? Or like get the fuck fucking walk yeah. out here. I think I did that stereotype shit on uh, one of the Texas Chainsaw episodes where I was wearing the cowboy hat. And I yes. remember Steve just like calling me out straight away. It's like, you son of a bitch. That's like everybody just assuming Texas and or Mexico is just like yellow filter. Just look, because, you know, what I, I mean? thought I thought Australia was like Mad Max before yeah. I met Brody. It is. Have you not seen the animals? They fucking deal. Maybe not Mad Max. More like it's fallout. It's fallout. Jaws. <laughs> I was gonna pe- say, what was it? What was that movie on uh, uh, John Carter, where he's fighting mm-hmm. giant monster? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit, dude. And I love, Dundee, I love, all mixed I love into sh- one. I love showing Steph all the uh, fucking Huntsman videos that Brody sends Ooh. me all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll just say, she's like, nope, funny. not nope, nope, not looking. But uh, like, hey, Brody, look what Brody sent me. <laughs> Brody actually sent me a video this morning. I should load it on here. I wonder if I can. Oh, no, you sent that to me on fucking Instagram. I don't think I can. Oh, but uh, it was from what we're talking about today. And that would be 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> Did he send it to you, too? Yeah. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> oh, uh, God. I should stuff that. Should you see that? Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you know what, what I'm talking about. If I you watching? don't, then yes. <laughs> oh, God Whatever. damn it. I hardly ever open my Instagram messages, but I just opened it right now. And I, God damn it. <laughs> I know you, you definitely like pop in like every couple of weeks because I know I'll like spam the shit out of you. Yeah, and then I'm there oh, laughing acting at everything. <laughs> oh, but no, man, we are. Uh, I believe this is a Chad Daddy pick, correct? Hell yeah, it is. Chad Daddy, I'm gonna just say first and foremost, thank you, man, because I have never seen this movie in full completion until yesterday. So my what- pleasure. I don't think Lord Scuba Cabra shares your sentiment though. But we'll get, we'll get, we'll get well, that's there. fair. We'll get there. But I also know Mr. Kane has never seen this movie. So, yeah, and I had never seen it either. Which is funny because oh. he, he, he put Body Snatchers on here, not this one. 90s, yeah, so, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, the 90s one. Mm, okay. Which I fair. think we have scheduled for May, but I may bump it up. Uh, yes, I believe so. I think I've seen the 90s one. I'm pretty sure I have. I've never seen this one. The 90s I've never one seen on the, the military base. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. I'd have to watch it to see if I recognize it, but awesome nonetheless, dude. Uh, can I just say, minus the, uh, and it was still awesome, so I'm not going to shit on it, but the differencing of Willy's Wonderland, this month has been a solid, like, nugget of just body snatching, honestly. Mm-hmm. Started with Freddy's 2. I mean, it's body snatching in a totally different vein, but it is nonetheless. Yep. Yep. And then, obviously, we did Faculty, <clears throat> which is... Once again, <laughs> you know, and here we are, man. It's a very, even the wife asked, she's like, are you guys having a theme this month? And I was like, kind of, it was not unintentional. Yeah, there you go. it was planned. So, Ooh, oh, what's up, Ben? Vision of the Brody snatches. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thank yeah, you. That would be, that'd be fun. Um, Snatch but yeah. So obviously we are missing our beloved Meat Mountain, Mr. Baba Yamone. He is enjoying himself down in the sunny state of Florida. Yeah, he's is. down in Orlando right now, if I'm not mistaken, right, boys? He's on vacation again. 
You know what, man? That's fine. I, I get to see the big lug in less than fucking how many fucking days? Eleven days. Nice. Yeah, you do. Well, I just I haven't had a vacation in five years, so fuck you, bro. What do I do? <laughs> no, dude. Fucking. I hope he's good. I'm gonna. Yeah, you know, I hope he's wearing sunscreen. I don't know if that boy. I mean, he's Italian. He should tan. You would think, but I don't know. I'm darker than Scoob, so you never. Yeah. Know. Well, <laughs> you know, for for being Mexican, I you, you see the red tint on my on my face right now from my LED light. This is what occurs when I'm in the sun too long. That I happens. do not brown at all. Not even after the first reddening, like it won't nope. go to a nice it, base tan. Uh, you don't even get a base tan, huh? Not Damn. even a base tan. Nope. That sucks, bro. That yeah. sucks. Um. All right, so. We're gonna do what we always do. Scoops, how's the uh, how's the pipes feeling this week? You okay or no? Uh, if you're no K, I can load up variant scoops. Load up variant scoop only because no oh, napping. They fell asleep. So no, yeah, but it was after both you, of them. So it's after funny. after you yelled at them too. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what? If they're both sleeping, though, that's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't I'm, I don't risk seeing little baby Charlie. Mm-hmm. crawling off the edge of the bed you know exactly. <laughs> all righty so uh, we're gonna pull in variant scubas here so uh with your cheesy self if you could please ladies and gentlemen it is now time for your mm, and now i want pizza man that guy's sexy <laughs> fucking a is dude he yeah, heather, we are every still time. we're still getting heather's messages by the way <clears throat> no yes we are good we got heather and ben so far uh Anybody else in there? Thank you for joining us. If you could help share, that would be awesome too. I'm still yes, going. Yes, yes, indeed. So, all right, Chad, Eddie, how you been, homie? Not too bad. You know, it wasn't too bad of a week. You know, I got my car inspected, which wasn't. Uh, I knew it was going to need some stuff. I actually took it last Monday, and it did not pass inspection. But it just needed uh, two front tires, which I already knew, and the um, light above the license plate. Which it's not just a light bulb; it's it's all like one module. So it was a light bulb and the the handle for the latch. Mm-hmm. Which of course it's a dealer part. So instead of you know going to the Ford dealership and saying you know hey I need this and paying fifty to sixty dollars, I found it on eBay for eighteen bucks. Yep, eBay's okay. the place to go for car parts, man. Yes. Yep. So I got that in. That came Friday, and it came at the perfect time because you know it was my day off. You know I got my tax return on friday so i was able to go get the tires it so i'm looking up how to change this part and all these people have these videos where they're tearing the inside of the fucking hood latched and the the, the hood and everything not the hood the, the trunk lid and everything tearing it all apart and you have to pry this off and then i found on reddit people are saying some guys like well i don't know what you're talking about i took mine to the ford garage the tech came out and just popped it out from the front so i'm like okay because i can see it just has two little clips right there took me longer to find a screwdriver than it took to fucking replace that <laughs> hell yeah man and that's why nice. you never go with the first thing you see always mm-hmm. keep looking. yep you know so what that- say what you want dude i love reddit sometimes it's a fuck oh i love reddit reddit's great yeah sometimes you're kind of like it whatever. depends on the rabbit hole you go down correct absolutely but most of the time fantastic dude oh yeah like for for any anything to do with cars or anything like that any tech questions reddit's the first place i usually want to go word what I the fuck ben. did Ben say? I hate him. He's an idiot. He's <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! So and, yes, they were... I... <laughs> and they weren't filmed a long time ago. 
But anyway, aside from that, it was a pretty chill weekend, you know, the usual going bowling with the kids, had a uh, birthday party with uh, Steph's friend's kids yesterday. Uh, watch this on Saturday, actually, because I know one's going to have time to watch it yesterday. Yo, how long is that bowling league season? I think I've asked you this before. Six but... fucking months. God damn. Wow. Yeah. It God is long. damn. But we're coming up to the very end of it. It, it ends, uh, I think, the first week of April it's done. I mean, if they like bowling, fantastic, dude. I'm not going to say anything bad against that. But it... God damn. <laughs> I lose six, six months, months of Saturdays, of Saturdays bro. Yes. Holy shit. Six months of Saturdays. And, that's, uh. and it's going to get worse because... You know, my son and daughter, you know, Cameron and Harper, they're going to be in soccer right after this. Guess when their games are? Fucking Saturdays. Saturdays. God, uh, being being a good dad is so hard sometimes. Soccer's not bad. Soccer is like a 10-minute drive from here versus 30 minutes. But soccer you could also drink at. No. Why? Well, I mean, if you hide it, I mean, they don't have. What are you talking about? I have this 20-ounce bottle of Coke. There's nothing else in this besides. <laughs> I mean, we just take like not bottles of water. We take like containers and stuff. So then, then uh, know. dude, my old, my old, my buddy's old man used to come with pre-made six packs, dude. He would take caffeine free Pepsi, dump it out to one third of a bottle and then pour the rest with fucking rum. Oh, yeah. Dude. He has just fun. enough Pepsi to change the color of it. Yep. And I remember the first time I was old enough and he gave me one, I was like, oh, it's like, that's not rum and Coke, man. That's just rum. Another nice thing about so- another nice thing about soccer is the games are an hour versus being up at the bowling alley for five hours. Fair. Ooh, yeah. Five hours. Well, they, they bowl in different uh, leagues because Hart Chloe's older. And Cameron's younger, so you know it takes her, you know, hour and a half you to almost two hours to God bowl. bless you and Steph, man. Yep. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Like that's fantastic on you guys. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that was that was my weekend, really. So you know, Sam has kickball, and I've gone to like ten of her games the entire time she's played since she's been like four. And this is her <laughs> this is her last year playing because I mean she already graduated and stuff, so She's like, you coming to my games? I said, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to waste two hours before I have to go to work. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Now, here's my question, homie. Does she come to your matches? She does not. Okay. Then. Uh-huh. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, yeah. if she does. She would, she would come to boo him because he doesn't go to say, her. If she, if she goes to your <laughs> matches, I feel like it's a fair trade-off that you have. No, but she, knows, but she usually makes it for all-stars. Kickball's really big here in Texas. It's so stupid. They have like a statewide we've... tournament. Like it's, yeah, that sounds ridiculous. awesome. That does. But th- I go to that. If she makes it for all which she's made it almost every damn year. So that, oh, wow. yeah. So that I will go to, but regular games i'm like whatever i don't give a shit fantastic hey man it's all good anything else chad daddy not really all righty scuba steve we'll just hand it right back to you well last wednesday i got to see bluey live and it was freaking awesome it was so cool (laughs) speaking of bluey did you hear the news what uh, about the two new episodes oh yes yes they drop april 7th was it april april 7th or something like yeah i think so yeah april 7th and then the following week and it's a worldwide premiere so they awesome. drop everywhere the same day hell yeah but it was pretty cool seeing it live and all it was it's literally like a 50 minute episode of bluey acted out on stage with giant puppets but it was cool charlie was dancing the entire time nice. all the little like just seeing all the smiles on the little kids faces and you know yeah. and, and 
it, it was just it was it was cool it was really cool and and there was even a part where mel teared up because um chili ends up calling her sister because they're they're you know they talk about the aunt or whatever and why they haven't been in contact with each other and she's like well you know Aunt brandy and i you know we sometimes sisters don't get along it's that it was basically the episode where uh bluey and and um and uh god damn it bingo fight or are fighting because bingo wants to copy everything bluey does that's the episode that was on stage and so it was it was really cool it was really cool seeing it charlie loved it um then they play at the end they threw out these giant balloon balls to play oh, keepy no. uppy. So everybody was oh, playing keepy nice. uppy. Like it was, it was cool. <laughs> and then Thursday, of course, was my birthday. I took the day off Happy of work. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I took the, took the day off from work because they give you a free floater day for your birthday month. So I could have taken it off anytime. So I decided to take it off on my birthday. Um, just kind of hung out here at the house. Didn't really do much. Went to go eat. And, and then I worked. And came home. We hit, got stuff ready for Friday. We hit the road to San Antonio. My mom and my family from Odessa decided to surprise me in San Antonio. So it was really cool that everybody came and got together. Took my grandma. My grandma hasn't been to San Antonio in maybe 30 years. So bought a wheelchair and just pushed her around san antonio showed her the alamo took her inside mel took her inside the church like it was it was really cool like just everybody getting together uh i got to go see seinfeld live which was really cool last minute that i am super jelly of well i i laughed my ass off you know and his his comedy is very clean he's not a raunchy comic no Um, but a lot of his stuff is if you weren't born here in the states or used to like old school sitcoms and stuff you don't get the humor you know because he's talking about how you know oh well my wife this and blah 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 blah. and so some of the jokes weren't hitting for mel because she doesn't bobby bobby's here and how's it going gene but she she a lot of the jokes didn't hit for her she's like i don't i don't get it why is that funny i'm like it's just kind of like an american thing like you know yeah so she's like I feel like we got robbed because the tickets were pretty pricey. We ended up spending like 500 bucks for, for the tickets to see him. But I laughed my ass off. I thought it was funny, um, but mean, it was really cool seeing him live. Interesting. That's well, And you got to ask him a question. Yeah. Oh, and I did get to ask him a question. So he ended his set, walked off the stage and then everybody gave him a standing ovation. And then he came back out and he's like, Oh, I didn't deserve that. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, I can't, I don't have any more time to tell any more jokes, but does anybody have any questions? And so I scream out, will we get new episodes of Seinfeld? And he's like, what? And I said, will you reboot Seinfeld? And he's like, will I reboot Seinfeld? And so he starts talking a little bit and he's like, but the short answer is no. And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, would it work nowadays? I think it would because there's a lot of, they've been in jail this whole time. So it it would be them adjusting to the new society. Have you seen the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where they go back and they do a Seinfeld episode? No. Check that out. Ooh. It's... 
it's it's what it would almost be now yeah but, you know it's yeah. a few years ago obviously but yeah yeah check that out so then uh what did we do yesterday yesterday oh yesterday we went to mel wanted to go to a thrift store just to go check out the thrift stores in san antonio i love going to thrift stores and we went i didn't find anything there there was a tattoo shop right next door and sam was begging me for us to get tattoos we didn't get one however but we got an idea for a tattoo that we're gonna get she wants she wants to get pickle rick she loves rick and morty she wants to get pickle rick tattooed on her and i said well how about i get pickle rick you get pickle morty and she just started cracking up and so she gets online to see if there's a pickle morty she found a pickle morty that she wants so we're gonna go get rick and morty tattoos all right i know it wouldn't really it would kind of fit the theme but it wouldn't but like instead of doing like if you were just doing pickle characters why not pickle his cage that would be hilarious. So I made a shirt for my buddy Richard that had Pickleless Cage on it. Like it's a pickle with Nicholas Cage. Or do uh, you know a Danny DeVito on a Cheeto? That'd be great. But it's the Rick and Morty thing for her. That's fair. So then we told Damien, we're like, hey, you can get a tattoo with this also. You can get a pickle Morty since Rick's always changing Mortys. You can get a pickle Morty tattoo also, but with a fro since you have a fro. And he's like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even like Rick and Morty, but fuck that's funny and i'm like cool <laughs> so then i got to uh i'm not i've never but i've never truly watched it myself i yeah. I, I couldn't get into it i gave it i fucking love it a try yeah. yeah i fucking love it um so then we came home oh and I, we, there was a halloween shop right next in that little shopping center i walked in they had some pretty cool shit i bought a um fatso killer clowns figure um and then a of this gauntlet that has all these fucking spikes on it that I'm going to wear when I wrestle. Of course, I'll take it off before I hit anybody, but I'm like, Oh, that would look cool with my character. Then they have a haunted doll in that store that I had heard about on TikTok before. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like, this is, this is dope. Like I've seen you guys on TikTok. I've always wanted to come here. I didn't know this was the place. So I got to see the haunted doll. They, you know, they gave me some equipment to sit back there with the doll. As soon as I turn the fucking spirit box on and because i was talking i said hi you know blah blah blah. it said hi steve and i'm like what the fuck i'm like how do you know my fucking name i've never been here before so sam was completely creeped out and once watching you on tiktok bro so once (laughs) once once the doll and the doll's name sarah uh once you could tell sam was getting scared whatever was talking to us kind of just backed off and everything stopped. Cause there was a REM pod in there that was going off when I was asking questions, the cat balls were lighting up and then all of a sudden just complete stop because Sam was scared. And I'm like, well, I guess it doesn't want to scare you. So we left, came home, started watching this movie. I fell asleep, started watching it again today. I fell asleep. Then I finished <laughs> it. Finally. There you go. Brody. Had a hell of a week, I thought. Yeah. Solid week. Um, right. Over to me. Is it well fucking what have I been up to? Oh yeah. Um essentially getting my old job back, which is good. Yeah. The only nice. the only downside of that is I probably won't be live with you guys as much as I have been. Damn. So obviously the videos will come in, but there may be some days here and there that I'll be able to join you live obviously um other than that uh i watched the iron claw for the first time ah, and yeah, yeah. great i cried movie. like a little fucking yep. bitch at the end of that movie bro that really? ending that ending is so good like yeah 
Oh, tier. it is. Yeah, like I've never ever like you go through the emotional stage of some you know films, but this film like really fucking made tears fall from my fucking face. I tell you, like it really. Yeah, it. This is the no. film that will make me every time I view it. That ending, the last twenty minutes, gets me every time. Yeah. Question for you: Did you know anything about their story going into this? I, I'd when the film was getting released, or when it got in uh, production, or whatever it was, um, I'd heard about it from other people. I think the boss man was mentioning something about the family, and then. I spoiled it by looking up the family and it told me everything. So I knew pretty much everything going into this movie about yeah. the tragic events of what happened. So okay. if I, yeah, I, I wish I hadn't have done that because it probably would have been more of an impact, even though it was, you know, still a bit of an impact because I'd spoiled it for myself. But yeah, this was an absolute fantastic film. I can't believe I'm not really all about Oscars and all that shit, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I do feel like this is a film that got Oscar snubbed. Yeah. So like it really, really bad. Interesting. Um, the performances in that film was absolutely flawless. Um, I mean, Zac Efron was great, but the one that stood out for me was uh, Jeremy. What's his name? Um, he, he's in the bear, the TV show, the bear. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Jeremy. Uh, he was uh, also in, um, is it shameless? Shameless. Yeah. He was also in yeah. shameless. I don't remember his last name. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, cried like a little bitch to that. Um, and then I watched this film. Thank you, Chad, for picking it this week because I'd never seen this film before and I've always wanted to. Um, and then then I followed it up with the '93 remake, which we will be doing later Ooh. this season. Nice. And it was kind of cool just to s- sort of see like um, a little bit of the comparisons between the two. I feel like. The 93 remake explains a little bit more about the pods than this film, um, to which we'll eventually talk about. Yeah. Like, I've got a couple of questions I want to run by you guys. Yeah, the, ni- the 93 one goes into more detail. And it actually explains more like the, the thing with the garbage trucks. Yes. Ah, yeah. okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that was uh, that is a huge question of mine. Yep. And also for the fact that, you know, it, the pod actually has to be fucking next to you to replicate someone. It's not like it's... That makes more sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And like you will... it wasn't that garden and shit, but... Yeah, it was a bit of a head fuck. Um, but yeah, uh, not much else, really. Um, I'm really keen to talk about this film today with you guys, uh, but hand it over to you, John. Already, well, I'll keep it short and sweet because I didn't do too much this weekend except for get some fucking food poisoning. Ooh, that was awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, went to fucking Chili's with the family, dude, and the chili hit me bad. Like, oh, it was really bad. So bad, dude, that like how the light looks on Steve's face right now. I looked like I got sunburned because I busted all the capillaries in my face from oh, fucking no. ralphing so hard. Shit. So it's like the whole next day, I'm like. I face it like I was also wearing a red shirt and I'm just like, is it my shirt <laughs> reflecting off my face? Or is my face that fucking red? Jen's like, no, it's it's that red. It Dude, I have never I have never had a good experience at Chili's, but it's never been that bad. It was uh and let's just say, like, for some reason, when I whenever that happens to me, it just scares the ever-living fuck out of my family because uh apparently I just well, I do. I'm not even gonna deny it. I power vomit like fucking the exorcist. So do I. Bro. Same. So it's just so like do I. same. Yeah, it, it, it's almost ridiculous 
Yeah, when and I get sick, God of forbid if God it. if you God if you God forbid if you can't make it and you try to do like the Mm. like that doesn't matter then it's just (laughs) everywhere it's worse that's just like a vomit tornado oh it was bad bad. um so yeah that was my saturday night (laughs) uh it was pretty fucking bad but no man other than that i didn't do much this weekend man because that pretty much took me the fuck out friday what the hell did we friday i don't think i fucking did anything man one thing i did though is i did start working i continued working on my costume for next week two weeks less than two weeks whatever for uh monster mania so i got myself a sweet plastic sword because i'm eight years old and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and it's a sweet fucking excalibur sword dude and i'm gonna have fun with it and then i'm gonna have john cleese sign Mm -hmm. it and then that's gonna be my memorabilia with his signature on it that's great and right now i'm also painting up my shield and yeah man this is gonna be that's gonna be a fun fucking costume other than that just a little bit of gaming and chores when I was finally feeling better. (laughs) (laughs) And then I finally fucking watched this movie, dude, to which uh, I'm excited to talk about because, well, I have only seen bits and pieces of this since my youth. And so I can't even say I've ever really seen this movie a hundred percent. I've only seen sections of it. I've definitely seen the ending of it, but the ending doesn't mean shit. If you don't see like the last, like, almost 20 minutes of it it's just some mm-hmm. dude screaming and you're like yeah okay well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> right as the first time i watched that as a kid that's what i caught and i was like huh sure i don't get it. I, I i like the scream but uh no man i'm gonna hand this over to chad daddy this was his pick so chad if you want to do that plot rundown all righty released december 22nd 1978 under cover of darkness while an unsuspecting city sleeps an alien life form begins to sow the seeds of unspeakable terror one by one the residents of san francisco are becoming drone-like shadows of their former selves as the phenomenon spread two department of health workers matthew and elizabeth uncover the horrifying truth mysterious pods are cloning humans and destroying the originals the unworldly invasion grows stronger with each passing minute hurling Matthew and Elizabeth into a desperate race to save not only their lives, but the future of the entire human race. Directed by Mr. Philip Kaufman, The Right Stuff, The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Written by... Yeah, written by W.D. Richter, (laughs) Big Trouble in Little China, which we'll be talking about in the future, and Stealth. Are we doing that this year? That's on my list, I believe. Fuck yeah, dude. I remember we talked about it. I didn't know if it actually got thrown on there. No shit. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't care. I consider it's a little bit of everything, so it falls well hey, into the gore and fucking, Yep, it sure does. And it's I mm-hmm. can guarantee you it's going to be an almost perfect five. If anybody does Year five, five, baby. Don't fucking matter yep. no more. Yeah. Yep. And produced by Robert H. Solo, Above the Law and Colors. Take it away, Mr. Birdie Kane. So stupid. Starring Donald Sutherland, who was in Animal House, The Puppet Masters, as Matthew Bennell. <clears throat> Shit, sorry. Uh, Brooke Adams, The Dead Zone, The Unborn, as Elizabeth Driscoll. Jeff Goldblum, the man himself, from yeah. Independence Day, Thor Ragnarok. And I'm going to fucking say it, The Fly. As <laughs> Jack Belisis. Belichick. Belichick, fuck. Um, I know, it's spelled real weird. Mm-hmm. Goddamn weird names. Veronica Cartwright, Alien, Scary Movie 2, as Nancy. Yeah, Belichick. Just Belichick. Fuck, I really do feel like Bobby today. What the hell is she in Scary (laughs) Movie 2? She was the mom at the beginning, the the Mm -hmm. exorcist mom. 
Oh, yeah. I always forget about the beginning of that movie in comparison to the rest of the movie. That was the best part of the movie to me. The rest of it sucked compared to that. <laughs> I like the second one, dude. I don't know. It, for what still wasn't as good as the first one, but... Uh, ah, the third know. one was better. What's his name, dude? Every time he's like, don't worry, I could do it myself. And he's got cheese <laughs> all over his head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your help. I can do it uh, myself. Yep. Gross. <laughs> Go ahead, Brody. Leonard Nimoy uh, transforms the movie The Page Master as Page Master. Fuck yeah. We all know he's in Star Trek. Come on. Page Master's a throwback, bro. That is a good. I made Mel watch that a few months ago and I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. And it's still, I love it. But fuck the game. (laughs) So we have Art Hindle, Black Christmas Porkies, as Dr. Jeffrey Howe. Leila Goldoni, The Unseen, The Devil Inside, as Catherine Hendley. For the body count total of everyone? Question mark. Hmm. Minus one. Or is it? Or is it? Sleep sometime. Yeah. Music by Denny Zeitlin, Sesame Street, The Deceived. Cinematography by Michael Chapman, The Lost Boys, and Ghostbuster 2. Edited by Douglas Stewart, Jinxed. The Right Stuff, Effects of Makeup by Russ Hesse, The Ice Pirates, Hard to Kill, Del Room, Roomy, Rayum, 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 The Amityville Horror, Tracers 2, distributed by United Artists, runtime of 115 Little People, MPAA rating, PG, budget, mm, gross, <laughs> $24.9 million doll hairs. No budget. I, I looked. I couldn't find it. Interesting. And I was pressed for time, so I didn't really... So I, I'm going to say it right from the get-go, and I feel like Chad did. He did mention it last week, but I, being the person that I am and very forgetful, totally did not remember the fact that this movie had PG titties in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 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 it did. And I cannot say other than Howard the Duck that I can think of PG titties, dude. <laughs> and those aren't even real titties. Those don't even count. Those are fake titties. <laughs> These are real. <laughs> they but were like nice too. they were the and budget I'm pretty sure brody even mentioned i uh at least him we, and i i think we got a little even bush behind the bush maybe so, <laughs> uh, the budget uh, was 3.5 million okay oh okay so they definitely made their money back yeah nice. where did you find that on imdb i didn't see it there yeah first thing that popped up um but no this movie, uh, obviously, it's a remake. We did not cover the 50s version. It doesn't fit into our show. It's pure sci-fi. I mean, I don't know, dude. I wouldn't mind doing, like, the old school blob at some point, maybe. I would I would totally do that. I'd be would that work? That. Would that be not? Is that still on the cusp of horror sci-fi? That's, yeah. I mean, you're still getting people getting eaten, so I, I consider it. But Hmm. So, all right. Brody, you said this was your first watch. Scoobs, this was also yep. your first watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of right there. This is like, I, I had a little fun, but I didn't go all the way last time. So I did. <laughs> I mean, it was, I it was it. just the tip last time. That's this right. Is the, this is the first time I'd seen it in almost probably at least a decade. And I can tell you the last time I saw it, because it was right after me and Steph moved into the trailer that we were living in. We came back from a walk. I'm like, let's watch this in. And so I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm texting Gene as I'm watching this. <laughs> And he's like, "Hey, you watching?" I'm like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'm like, oh, I'm watching Invasion of Body Snatchers. The next thing I do is just I just get a picture from Gene, and it's 
Yeah, and I'm like, ah, Gene. Hell yeah. I don't know if he remembers but that 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 was full fucking hilarious. Classic Gene right there. Um I like this movie. I it was a little bit slow, maybe. It is the, yeah, in the middle, it's a slow burn, yeah. The wife even she's like, this kind of slow. And I go, Yeah. I go, but at the same time, I feel the suspense of just consistently wondering who has turned at this point. Yep. Keeps me in, interested in it the whole time. You know, it does seem slow, but go back and rewatch it. And I don't think stuff. it I don't watch, personally think it was, but watch what's going on in the background. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I did pay attention to to that because that's kind of what I do with every film just because I want to see if anybody like fucks up or shows their nuts on screen or something. So I'm always watching like the background actors and it, you could definitely tell they put a lot of, hey, this is going on in front of you, but we want you to this do is, this in the background. Yep. And there's a lot of people just. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and it, it was and creepy. Just, it was creepy. It was awesome, dude. A I, perfect scene that sums that up. Is when they drive past the guy that tried to warn him, and then he gets yes, and then he gets killed. You look at the people there looking over his body. There's an emotionless. Then there's like one guy there that's really concerned. Then the next two are like emotionless. So it's a really great anatomy of that scene that really showcases that hundredness. Yeah, you keep yeah. you keep watching the background, and you'll see how quickly they're starting to be taken over. Oh, but you know what first? I what I do love about this movie is it gives us the explanation on how they came to earth, which was yeah. my bitch about the faculty. We yeah. didn't know how they got here. So maybe it was okay, kind of the same yeah. way. Maybe they got here kind of the they same just traveled way. traveled the celestial the, winds. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I, I actually like that explanation that they were from another planet, but they rode the fucking solar winds to earth and just started fucking now here's my thing were they always a plant-based entity or was it because that's what they landed on on or earth it, so they're like the thing like they always just have turn into whatever that whatever they touch like, first it seems to me like it was they them landing on the plants because you see them you know spreading onto the plant yeah and, you know replicating that and growing from that i think there is species that has come from another planet before all right say so, there are species that has come to that planet that they were on that we see at the start of the film. They've wiped them out. Then they're able to replicate that species on that planet to whatever degree and wipe them out and then move along to our planet and morph themselves into whatever it is. They're, they're like it, it's like the thing. Whatever it needs to be is what it, it can is. transform so itself. Yeah. Let's let's say going off that basis, like let's say they do take over Earth. What is is it they take over Earth? And then they just disintegrate those forms and then fly to the skies? Or do they still retain Earth and then just send out more spores after the fact so it's more of like a solar system galaxy takeover? Yeah, because it really you know never what I mean? explains like, what the end game is. Right, is there's there, no like, like... But they don't they don't seem like they want to kill each other or anything. You know what I mean? It's no, more no, like no. a hive mind. Like, exactly. No, we're, we're this, like, this piece, this one thought. General, We're all working together for one specific yeah. thing See, and there is there's an episode of rick and morty that has a hive mind in it and i because i had never seen this before they took a lot from this movie into that episode of rick and morty because one of the hive minds when it realizes that 
Rick is not assimilated by the other hive mind that's there. It does the fucking shriek and the point. So now it makes more sense and it makes it more mm. funny for me. But I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh, this is all Rick and Morty. <laughs> Everything is in something else. Yes. They, yes. they did that in an episode of Futurama too. When, uh, yeah. when um, Fry and Leela were on the planet of the robots. Yeah. I don't know if I remember that one. That was, was pretty old, old, old. That was like first or second season, I think. No, but I, I feel like this movie really sets up the suspense. Like, yep. and that's what this movie's more about. Like, in, in the terms of horror. Like, yeah, we get we get some horrific stuff. We get some weird, like, gross bodies and being made. And we get one that gets ho- hacked with a hoe. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, but other than that, it's it's more about the, just the creep factor of not being able to trust anything, which is, you know, one of our favorite... That's one of our favorite themes in a lot of our movies that we talk about things, things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta remember this and the original came out at the height of you know the Cold War communism. It's a, it's a metaphor for communism, right? Where you really can't just it's yeah, just, you didn't know who you could trust. Nope. And then you're just worried about a full takeover. So, so we see a cameo from Robert Devell as a priest on the swing at the start of this film. He's acting out really emotionless and creepy. Do you think it all stemmed from him, like being infected first, and then because you see him? Yeah, I didn't get where what we were getting with that, dude. We yeah, because where... yeah. because it, it felt to me like that he was first infected in that area, and then it sort of spread from then on because that's the way the movie sort of sets it up. You know, everyone around him is normal, where he's just really you know, unusual. And then we get those really nice close-up shots of the plants that spread out. So and they were gross. Uh, those, yeah. Like the little, what the fuck would you call that? That's on pots. the leaves. Just a little, oh, is that the actual alien itself? Yeah. It looks like a little, like just like a weird little spore that's just shooting out. It's, it's just like uh, a little blobby like it's little tentacles kind of. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And just making its own little pod. But I, I mean, no, I liked a lot of it, dude. Like it, young Goldblum, he's young as fuck in this movie. But the dude can still yeah. act as shit, man. Like I thought he was great in it. What I hear something in the background. It's it's Charlie's. Oh, okay. Sweet music. <laughs> I was like, what is that? But no, it's our mood music for the podcast. There you we'll go. Just... But no, it's his whole scene, especially where we get the Goldblum clone. I thought that was a great yeah. scene because now we we have an understanding of what the what we're dealing with really at least we get to see it and yes heather that motherfucker was skinny especially in comparison in comparison to the fat ass that was on the table right before the scene he came in <laughs> with the fucking t- his towel because that dude, hey, that was me getting my massage this weekend listen man I, I know i'm a big boy and i definitely am but that boy he was getting slapped like a fucking cow dude like just, <laughs> he was yeah, getting slathered and we got so literally a, a pig rolling around in the dirt. For some reason, we also it's had not... to see his muddy ass too. Like I was just like, uh, okay, yeah, see some man ass. All right, gross. That wasn't even a good man ass, I guess. <laughs> like what we we did get we did get a little fair trade off later on though with the titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. Because I and you know what, I thought we were only going to get maybe fake out in the grass, non nipple titties, and I was like, okay, you know, mm. close enough, whatever. No, no, no. We we get that in the ninety three remake, the undeveloped titties. Ah, okay. As gross. I'm as not fun. gonna lie, man. As a weak, as a weak man, I feel like if that's all aliens would have to do is just send a bunch of naked women, that's all it would take. 
At least half of us are going to go. Me, I'm at least half of us are going to go out that way, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Damn. Pretty much. But no, I, I like I said, I think it's a solid movie. I mean, Scuba's, you said you feel a little different by all means. I just, it was so slow for me and, and I had a hard time just staying focused on the movie. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, and, and that's my own fault is I, I love to be drawn in and I just wasn't drawn in. The story was great. Don't get me wrong. The story was great. It, it was creepy. It, it's a, it's a fucked if you think about it, it's a fuck situation to be in. Ugh. Terrifying, Especially, like the movie. Dude, they it's a terrifying premise. I wish they only utilize they utilize children more in this to be scared. Yeah, because yeah. with that idea, yeah, like right in the beginning, once again, when we're seeing the priest, all those kids are touching those plants right in the beginning, and I'm like, infected, yeah. infected, boom, 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 like, yeah. And I think that if they would have done that and showcased the kids a little more i think that would have been even more of a mind fuck um and, but, but and there's nothing wrong with this movie at all like i said it, it's just it's for me it was just too slow because even though it's suspenseful i found it very hard to stay focused on the movie it wasn't one that just draw you know it pulled me in and i wanted to stay off my phone i kept picking up my phone and then finally i just passed out i was like fuck interesting Yep. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly, I did not have that issue with that. And sometimes I do. No. And uh, see, that's even my wife. <laughs> Jane Cole, she yeah. thought, <clears throat> yep, she thought it was. Although she did. I know she'll admit that she thought the scene was hilarious. And I did, too. And all it reminded me of was um, Pineapple Express is when he destroyed the essential grow op at the end there, mm -hmm. which like. Why are those light bulbs exploding like there's TNT fucking underneath them, dude? Like, <laughs> I was kind of wondering is, that too. What is going on with 1978 electrical rigging, dude? Like, holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, Gene, Gene. Says about poison ivy awareness. <laughs> you know what? Poison ivy awareness is not a big enough thing. Let me just say, dude, I am very allergic to poison ivy. Do so not masturbate in the woods, boys. That's all you got to know. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it. I've ever had that urge, you know. So. Sometimes, sometimes you got that energy. Just gonna there was a dude. There was a dude that um, not. He used to be at my work. I didn't work with him specifically, but uh, apparently, yeah, like he was out hunting, got a little bored, didn't realize where he was sitting, and uh, yeah. All I know is that would have to suck. Those oatmeal baths would not, I don't think, soothe that. What issue. did he tell the doc? Did he go to the doctor? Like, what did he tell the doctor? Like, he took a dump and what did you tell your wife? I don't, that's what I, that's what would have been my question. I'm like, what did you tell your wife? Bro? It's not herpes, I swear. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> just your whole like taint to balls to dick oh, is just inflared with like, ah. That would suck so bad. Ah, right, Ugh. dude? Imagine just trying to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like need some aloe vera. I, mean, I don't know about you guys, dude. I am I am not like deathly allergic, but I am definitely super allergic, dude. Where I've had some like really bad, dude. Like one time I had poison oak on my face. And you guys remember that old Marilyn Manson video, uh, dope show, where they had like yeah. the weird mm -hmm. big eyes? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Happy my eyes were like inflamed. This thing, but like I, I had like just enough to where I could still see out, but it was just it was really fucking weird. Yeah, I man. had poison ivy real bad the one time. It started on this <laughs> hand because I was weed eating at work. 
went to bed and I woke up. It was all over my face. I must have just went like this in my sleep or something. Oh. <laughs> See, it's a good thing you didn't do the Al Bundy there because then you would have been in that pickle right there, man. He would have just went in for a nice itch and like your pickle would have been in yeah. that pickle. I mean, dude, you could have <laughs> went in for a re-rack, bro, and you would have been screwed. You know what I mean? Uh, well, like, it's just, yes, oh. yes and no, because it, it was more of my left hand and I'm a righty, so... Oh, okay. It's not like I was giving myself a stranger or something. Oh, okay. (laughs) Friendly stranger. Oh, man. (laughs) But no, back to this fucking... What? What? It was Gene. That was such a weird sidebar. Because Gene went with the poison oak, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Gene. I'm not trying to blame you, but I am. Uh... (laughs) So, yeah, this this was not my first time viewing. I saw it the first time when I was a little kid, and it was on, you know, just general TV. And I'm like... It scared the crap out of me when I was a little kid. Like I was afraid I was going to fall asleep and you know not wake up and I'd be replaced by an alien. But here's the thing: Do you wake up? Is your consciousness transferred partially into them? Because the way they were talking, I don't think so. Made it seem no. like I, I think, think part they, of they it was still there. They get your memories, yeah. but right? Yeah, yeah. I think they They're steal everything. Thing. They'll steal all your data so they can essentially replicate you ninety nine percent, but. I mean, you know, this comes down to the idea of the soul or the conscious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's what you're gonna lose, and now you that that is who you are. So you're dead. You're yeah, dead. Essentially. But like and what a shitty way to go so, too. Like the, so when they dehydrate, do they just turn into that fuzz and that's what we're getting thrown into the dumpster or the garbage yeah. truck the whole time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, their, their body crumbles into like this dried out husk. Dust. Like a, yeah. And you, do see more of that. you do see more of a does yeah. ex- it does go into a little more detail in body snatchers. Okay. Yeah. Not the 93 version pretty pretty much cleans up all the questions we have for this film, essentially. But I'm excited so, to watch it. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, first time viewing, I love the premise. I, I the fucking realism behind it, like th- with this film, what this film deals with is yeah just the realism that it brings to it is it's fucked and if it ever happens we're pretty much fucked there's no resistance yep. against it yeah. yeah like that that's how well it hides itself um and because they've already had a head start like it's only just going to broaden and broaden and take over the earth and wipe us out eventually and then move on if they can't decides yeah it's 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 a scary concept and do you know what i found I found it to be intriguing that not only the pods can um, take over the human uh, hosts, uh, but they can also animals. Yeah. Yes. So they can actually merge two genes together. Did it now? Okay. I was going to question on that because did it merge because he kicked the pod? So he disrupted the, okay. That's what I took it as. So then it like needed some other DNA. Cause you see it like it, it just starts leaking out fluid. Right. To which, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was doing the thing where I was yelling at the screen half the time. I'm just like, <laughs> why don't these motherfuckers curb stop all these fucking things, dude? Come on. Like yep. it's not even that hard. They're soft. They're soft. They're garden shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like it's compost, bro. You don't even have to think but about it. Would it would it have infected you faster? Why? Had you touched it? I think if you kill know. it, dude, you're good to go. Sutherland it took a lot more. It took a lot longer. Like, obviously, there's still more pods, and the pods can still absorb whatever, right? Like, yeah. for sure. But I feel like the question. if you kill off those pods that are absorbing you, you have a little bit of better of a chance. I don't know. Well, the question, the main question I had behind with those pods is how come they were able to replicate Elizabeth outside with Matthew's replicant, you know, when he's asleep outside? 
you, you get to see the, the four of them outside getting replicated by the pods, but he's outside hooked up to the pod where she's right. all the way inside the house. Like, is there a telepathic thing that can happen there? Or can they, because she's already been involved with one, can they sort of pass on that memory to another telepod and then start creating her? I mean, if it's, it's all, probably if it's because all data transfer, then... Well, yeah, because, I mean, if she was... Her, her DNA was already part of the hive mind, and so, essentially, she's in the vicinity of the pod. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's just picking up where it left off. You know, that connection came back on, and she fell asleep, and data transfer continued. Which, and you know we, what? We, we, didn't, we didn't see it, but those little tendrils probably could have snaked their way in, too. That's a, that's a long way, though, because they're up, like, two stories inside this house. Unless the tendrils just have no length limit i don't fucking know but yeah i, I just found that scene interesting and a bit weird that they're able to hook themselves up to um you know sutherland's character you almost feel see like, i almost thought you almost feel oh, like ahead, it would be ahead. faster when he's directly hooked up to sutherland you know what i mean like yeah, yeah it would yeah. almost instantaneously do it versus well his 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 little pod was growing a lot faster it was, than the other true. ones were yeah that that is why you need hardwired versus wi-fi yeah. when gaming yep. right <laughs> yes Just better, right better connection faster uploads mm. and downloads uh <laughs> well then how did they get um uh goldbloom's character underneath or in that mud bath here so that was that had to be the guy that was sitting there reading the book right like he had to leave a pod in there i'm assuming because didn't he give that girl a pod too when he came in before? Well, he gave her the flower. Or he said really somebody gave her the flower. I remember her talking about the flowers and how they've got this, you know. Yeah, I think she said. I thought. I thought she saying, said that but... dude with the mustache who was reading the book gave it to her. And I think like where he was sitting isn't that where that body kind of was when they went back? Uh, no, I think that was no, on the other side. I thought it was across. Yeah, it was across. It was, across. Yeah. was it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. See, and that's the mind fuck of this movie is you you really don't know how the pods work. I mean, you know how the pods work, but you don't know when anybody's really getting drained, you know, and it never really explains when Jeff Goldblum's character get, you know, how that happened or anything. And I think that for me was like the scariest part is because you just you don't know. Once you fall asleep, you're fucked. So Gene, yes, Nimoy was very touchy in this movie. Very Nimoy, Nimoy was the psychiatrist that I feel like only has the degree to get into fucking women's pants, dude. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's just like, listen, maybe you get like he's always the one that's like vying for open marriages and shit like that. And like <laughs> comics. You know it, bro. Yeah. That dude is just having fucking what do they call him sex therapist or something. Yeah, crazy gangbangs, dude. It is fucking um. So Heather, I'm at least I had I think my answer for that I could be wrong is I just think there was more pods in those bushes where they ended had, up, yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah. she she was at the point where her speed wore off. She was obviously like induced by Nimoy, so she was just it was out, man. It was it was done. Well, she she had already been infected twice, so it already you know it's already sped things up by that stage. Yep. So it only Ooh. took a matter of a minute to really fucking replicate it. Correct. And you know what? Thank you, Heather. That is the get, most important I question. I will get to that. Oh, you have the answer for this. Yep. Okay, because I was hoping maybe we'd get something where it was going to show some kind of weird skin thing from the, you know, the alien or something like that. But guess not. Yes. Your wife oh. is correct. 
just made the gloves. Animal. Which don't okay. they use those? Don't they use those gloves for like archery? Mm. Yeah, so it doesn't like yeah. it. The uh, the feather doesn't like burn across your yeah. Man, but weird. That is kind of that's a weird little shtick. But I get like you're already a weird touchy therapist. Do we need to know about the glove? <laughs> Fuck it, it's his love glove. I thought it was a cool scene with uh, Goldblum when he um, he's looking at his replicant on the table. Or sorry, when he wakes up and then the replicant shuts its eyes. But it's got that telepathic. That was was really cool. That was a dope thing. And you could just see him. You can just see him getting sicker by the moment or more. I liked how he was even replicating his nosebleed too. Yeah, that was really cool too. No, like I said, I feel like this was a solid movie. I do. I can understand where. You know, it definitely may not have the action that like a today's film would probably bring to the fence. No guns. Very surprised. No guns. But that was even brought up. Do you have a gun? No, I don't. Move it down. That's all it is. You know what I mean? We're not going to look for one or nothing like that. This movie would have been completely different if it was set in Texas in the 70s. Okay, this was set in (laughs) San Francisco. That's probably why there's no gun. (laughs) Texas in the set. Shit, Texas now. <laughs> but those aliens will stand a fucking chance. You'll see, you'll see gunplay and everything in the in the body in snatchers. The, in the body yeah. snatchers. Like I said, it's on a fucking military is, base. So is body snatchers yeah. a continuation or a? Re- it's just another. Reboot? It's just an. It's just another adaptation of the book. adaptation. Okay. But that, but that's that's the thing. When I watched it back to back yesterday, I was like thinking maybe it could be its own. It could be same yeah, it could be like set around, you know, they found different pods in San Francisco, d- different pods where this military base is. You don't, you, you don't know, but it can play as its own thing. It can play as a bit of a sequel to mm-hmm. this film. I mean, if you just it's take, like, let's say, like the time skip out of it, like, yeah, yeah why, could, why couldn't it be? I guess yeah. I don't, like I said, I haven't seen it. So yeah. do you remember what, uh, what city the military base is in, Brody? Oh, shit. I don't remember if it even says. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it does say, but they do say where they're going to go. Like at the end of this film, he's like, um, "Ali, um, he's going. I wanted to go to Fort Lauderdale, whatever the fuck it is, and New York." And yeah, okay. he, he he talks about where the pods are going, but they never. I don't think establish where the base is. I would say it's not as cheesy as like Roswell or something, is it? No, no. no okay, no. okay. I was gonna say I really hope not, but you never know. No. Alabama, Alabama, is it Alabama. It's in Alabama. Alabama. Selma, Alabama. Oh, no shit. Okay, I couldn't remember if it said it or not. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. It probably does. No, but I'm going to say, like, dude, acting in this, I feel, was really solid. Yep. I liked a lot of the shots because they, even though, like, it was nothing, like, super over the top, like, gore or anything, they made the aliens just look gross. Like, even when they were, yeah. like, their little things and they were just, like, doing their little fucking tentacle shit on the plants you're just like somebody's on the plants yeah dude and then it's like it's you're like oh no it's already alive fuck is <laughs> coming to a lot <laughs> but and then we just i don't know and then we get the gross pod people like it, yeah. it it's crazy how fast they assimilate and to not like if if it's if you can't fall asleep how the hell does what's her name stay awake till the entire end like she understood, she knew how to fake it through. Uh, Goldblum's wife, I'm missing her name here. I apologize. But like, how the hell did she not fall? Like, how did she not sleep the whole fucking time? I feel like you have to. Cocaine. It's the 70s. Cocaine. I mean, they did do speed. So answer. That's 
I love when she, I love that. I love that scene. She's like, here, it's speech. It's how many that says take one, take five, take five. Yeah. <laughs> but if they didn't take five, the shit Le- uh, Nimoy hit him with would have instantly knock him the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like it was meant to. I feel like that speed definitely like helped them out during that scene where they are able to last a little bit longer. So here's, here's my question. And it's such a stupid, stupid question. Stupid. I love stupid the question. Thought in, the thought popped in my head and it just would have been fucking hilarious. So they're going to, th- this alien species is going to replicate all life on earth, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's going to start getting animals. And so like, eventually would there be like lines of like bears and tigers like just standing there chilling with humans and shit like gorillas just fucking fish out of water just i mean eventually i feel like we would start getting full hybrids dude unless that was just because of the fucked pod but i i guess i don't think they would bother trying to replicate animals because they would probably but they did the dog that was by accident i think that was just because they were sleeping next to each other and the pod got kicked so it was kind of fucked because i i would think they would they would they would consider them they want the most intelligent they want probably the most intelligent life but at the same time if they want to take over the entire planet or like all species as like a full invade i don't know yeah because you got to think too if they were on another planet and they wiped out that entire planet i'm thinking they had to have gotten rid of all life on that planet i'm thinking like thing basis dude like the thing is going to assimilate anything everything you know what i mean so like why wouldn't this but I'm just saying, like, I closed my eyes and I just pictured, like, a bear standing there with a whole bunch of human, like, humanoids standing there. But, I mean, they got a lot of pods, dude, if they're distributing one pod per person as they're, like, just chaining them out, you know? I'm assuming they're taking them home and stuff to get the rest of their families, but even at some point, they're coming back to get more pods, so... I don't know. Does, like, any living creature, as soon as it falls asleep, the pod's just like, all right, absorption time. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's what it is. That's how it feeds. Ants. And that's how you get the man bear pig. <gasps> man bear pig. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm trying to think, was there any like cool shots to bring up? Any cinematography to talk about? There, I mean, obviously there was we'll later, but there was. There was a scene where Matt is hiding in the wardrobe and Jeffrey comes. Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. Exactly what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, he comes in to check on his wife who's getting fucking replicated, whatever. And then you see him and he comes towards the light inside that wardrobe. Awesome reveal. Great shot. Yeah, he does a little Michael Myers in the closet action. Yeah. I uh, I, I, I dig it. I, I like that. And I, you know what? I like the, uh, I like just how that, uh, in that, room they had the full greenhouse that he was growing the body in yep i don't know that was kind of cool Jeans and then he like oh go ahead sorry about no, i was gonna say then he like tried to replace it with like towels and it made it look yeah like that looked kind of funny dude the uh the mock-up i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> gene said he liked the pod giving birth. dude when the pods were given birth and they were like exploding that was, it looked awesome and gross yes yeah Fuck but i liked it it'd be uh I can only imagine if they've done this down at Universal by now. I imagine they probably have. But I bet those sets would have been... I bet those would be pretty fucking sweet, dude. Dude, the greenhouse was awesome. But like I said, I was kind of laughing in that scene because I just kept thinking of fucking Pineapple Express. That's all I just... <laughs> I just was like, I grow up! Ah! <laughs> fucking A, dude. 
Just got All killed right. by Dave Lanos, motherfucker. Hey, you like that? I haven't watched that movie in a minute. Um, is there anything else we want to mention, or do you want to hand this over to the Chad Daddy and see what we got from behind the scenes? Spread them pod cheeks. Woo! Okay, so there's a couple things we already discussed. I will skip over. So first, Donald Sutherland was hit by a Volkswagen Beetle while filming a shot of Matthew and Elizabeth running. He fell under the windshield and was able to see the driver saying, oh, God, not you. <laughs> oh god not you <laughs> i just killed the star of the movie <laughs> yeah that's right he's like oh shit <laughs> then someone just jumps up <laughs> some poor extra is like first roll he's like yes i got Volkswagen, dude <laughs> <laughs> that man was never seen in hollywood nope. ever again <laughs> but he's got a story to tell i fucking almost yeah. ran over johnson <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting around a bar somewhere. hey did i ever tell you guys how my acting career started and ending with me running over donald sutherland <laughs> yes joseph you did yes well, i'm gonna Every tell it again <laughs> oh fuck it eh? okay during the taxi ride donald sutherland and brooke adams nervousness is genuine don siegel who was actually the director of the original invasion of the body snatchers uh, played the taxi driver, had lost much of his dri- oh. vision and was driving through the dark streets of San Francisco without his glasses. No shit. What? That's cool, though, that that was the original director. I like that. What uh, do they call they... him? What, what do you say? Type H? Right? Type H. Type human. human. That's what human. I was going with. Yeah. Heather, they did try to escape on a boat, and the boats were full of pods. That's where uh, yeah. someone went. Yeah, they went. They, were, they were bringing the pallet up of it, and he was just like, damn. But among the sounds Ben Burt used for the pod growing scene, the heartbeat came from an ultrasound recorded on his pregnant wife. The pod screams were recorded pig squeals. Additionally, the natural sounds of crickets, birds, and birds chirping fade as the film progresses until only mechanical sounds like sirens and the garbage trucks are heard. Hmm. You know, I kind of noticed that, but it didn't really like click until you. Interesting. So they do take over all life. I would even, I mean, if you're going as that small, man, that would suck to be the alien and be like, ha ha, your buddy gets to be a human. And you're a fucking spider. You're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what happens if you're pregnant and it takes over you? Say if you're eight months pregnant and then the pod starts birthing out, it, does the baby inside that pregnant replicant come out as fetus? Oh. What? Oh, would it be a, a hybrid? See, that brings up the question of how they reproduce. Would they reproduce like people now that they've taken over people bodies? I don't think they, they do. do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't they would. Think they would. I, I think they would. Uh, I think they would just like. I think somehow like their bodies could still like make the spores or whatever the fuck they are, and then just regenerate. I mean, obviously they're making the pods, right? How the fuck are they making the pods? They're just doing it anyway. It's like, hmm. Hmm. They're pooping or, out pods. They're pooping out pods like the alien queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking. That would have that. All right, now that's the body snatchers fucking comedy that we need to do. Where that, that's how they drop their eggs or whatever. They just gotta shit them out. Fucking. Surprised that hasn't been done on like Rick and Morty or something. And it's like super stressful to your. Trazio Donald walking around shitting out fucking pods. Uh, it's like uh, it's like fucking Stan's dad shitting out that giant turd on South Park. <laughs> One hundred Kyurics, eighty Kyurics. That's right. One hundred and eighty. 
Oh man. <laughs> okay. Piece of shit. <laughs> Harry the Homeless Banjo Guy's banjo playing was performed by Grateful Dead frontman Jerry Garcia. The song being wow. played and sung is the traditional going down the road feeling bad, which was a regular tune played by the dead in live performances and appears on several live albums. Sweet. Awesome. I don't like the Grateful Dead, but it's still pretty cool. I mean, I'm not like I don't like listen to him avidly, but yeah, no, it's still it's pretty, cool. I, it's pretty cool that he's faces on a dog. <laughs> I think I think I've only ever seen one even heard one Grateful Dead song and it's that video that came out where they're like skeletons or some shit from back in like the 80s. Do so you say that when all the I know what that is like three different tool tool fucking videos just popped in my head when you said that. I know what he means. But I, can't, I, can't, I can hear the song but I don't know the name of it. I've heard the Rob yeah. Zombie cover uh, where an American beard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, Touch that's of Grey. Thank you, Gene. Touch of Grey. All right. Thank you, Gene. Chad Daddy? Okay, so the man asking for help uh, that uh, then gets run over is uh, Kevin McCarthy, the star of the original Invasion mm-hmm. of the Body Snatchers. Oh, no shit. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And while he was rehearsing his cameo, a naked homeless man recognized him and said the first one was better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would have taken that as the best compliment, dude. The funny thing is they did. They said, hey, we have our first review. I mean, that's legit. That's what they said, bro. You'll never forget that review. You will never forget that. <laughs> Million people over there could tell them their way, but that one naked dude on the street—that is the one. Naked homeless guy. The night you know what? After- that should be a review site now. Just naked homeless, naked homeless guy. Naked homeless guy. Yeah. Fuck it. There you go, Chad Daddy. <laughs> that's our Patreon. That's our that's Patreon. Patreon. Naked homeless guys. <laughs> The night after the movie's release, someone put pods like those in the movie all over the streets of Los Angeles. Some people got so freaked out that they thought they were real and called the police. (laughs) (laughs) I could see that. That's awesome, though. That kind of reminds me back when Saw 5 came out. Like right. They had the fake traps around there or whatever? No, they had this they had this website where you could put in your phone number and the phone number of your friend. And it would call your friend and your number would come up and they would answer it. And it was Jigsaw's voice saying that they had you in a trap. And it was, oh, it was shit. like they had to, they, so many people were freaked out by it. They had to stop it after like two weeks. That's awesome. <laughs> Pussies. I That's sat cool. there one Saturday morning and just fucking got all my friends with it. Here, I just stole my <laughs> friend's phones and called the fucking uh, porn number and let them just get tagged by fucking text and random calls. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got, they got so mad at me for that, dude. 1-800 wet tits. Fucking right, bro. <laughs> that, was my, that was my jigsaw, dude. That was, you want to play a game? <laughs> Except it was, you want to play a game? Yeah. With some like Caribbean Jamaican <laughs> music in the background. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I used to sit there all, wee hours of the night just brought, dialing up 800 numbers just to see what you could find. If you can, oh, listen, if you can think of a 1-800 and then three word a three letter word and a four letter word that was ner- dirty it would work it would fucking hot work dude it did it 1 800 hot boob it would work it would fucking work man thank you for calling 1 800 hot boob you could probably oh, do hot probably do hot nerd hot girl you could, you know, i can't i can't believe john knew about wet tits though because <laughs> i used to call that just for the hell of it it was hilarious well i think that was the one that i actually used to see an infomercial for a lot of the times on like it might have been E or something like that. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> when I was Steve? watching 
uh, Howard Stern show. I never tried to call Could that, Steve. I wonder if that's a real number. 1-800-MIX-A-LOT and kick them nasty thoughts. Baby got, Baby back. got back. Fucking right. Uh, what else we got, Chad Daddy? <laughs> According to the commentary in the DVD, director Philip Kaufman said they paid Robert Duvall by giving him an Eddie Bauer jacket. Nice. That's it? <laughs> that's it. You get this jacket, and that is it. Thanks, man. Sold. I just got to sit here and swing. Done. Yeah. I mean, I'd do it, I guess. I would also want to keep the priest costume, too. Just be like, yeah, this is mine, too. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Whatever. Pervert. Right. <laughs> Brooke Adams challenged Donald Sutherland to a foot race during one of the film's many chase scenes. After Philip Kaufman yelled cut, they just kept going. Adams won in a dress and high heels, no less. Damn. Wow. Kudos to her. Yeah, I can, uh, can't say I would know how that would be, but I could only imagine it would suck. Yes. Producer Robert H. Solo mentioned in the book there here that Brooke Adams, Jeff Goldblum, and Leonard Nimoy were each paid 25000 for their roles. Meanwhile, Donald Sutherland was paid something between two hundred and three hundred thousand. Damn. Wow. Wow. We got to remember Goldblum never really acted before. Goldblum was young and that was, yeah. Nimoy, though, seems kind of low ball. Not really. Yeah, but he was a TV star. Yeah, he was a TV star. Yeah, but he was still kind of a big role in this film. A bigger role, I guess. But still, he was just, you know, Spock from Star Trek at that point. Nobody gave a shit. Fair. Like this was even before his, this was even before the first Star Trek movie came out. His hair weirded me out. I liked it. I don't know why <laughs> it just weirded me out. And then I'm like, wow, Leonard Nimoy always looked old. He did. Always. Even as Spock, he looked old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, what else you got, Chad Daddy? Uh, pod people became a catchphrase because of this movie and its predecessor, but that phrase is never actually used by any of the characters in any of the invasion movies. Oh, hmm. interesting. But yeah, I can see where it just, you know, it's the easier way to be like, ah, oh, it's pod people. Easiest way to explain the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the beginning of the film, as the alien spores rain down on Earth, you see them presumably landing on the Transamerica Pyramid in San Francisco, the headquarters of what was then the parent company of United Artists who produced this movie. Oh, interesting. I wonder how they shot into space, dude. <clears throat> that opening scene was fucking fantastic for its time. A lot. Like, you know, hold on, hold like, on, though. Did they just get ejaculated remi- off the planet somehow, <laughs> like, into the wind? It reminded me of the opening of Superman. Oh. When Superman's not where pod I thought you were is coming say. to Earth. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, add the Superman track. This is the opening to fucking Superman. I thought you were going with, it reminded you of the opening of uh, Look Who's Talking. Because that's that what too, I was Look Who's Talking about. also. Yep. Personally. I mean, that could be a very voyeuristic <laughs> space if you look at it in a certain light. <laughs> hey, come on, guys. Let's go. Come on. Go, go. <laughs> Follow you guys. It reminded uh, me of one of my old socks. Oh! <laughs> that was a good sock. Had to throw them away, though. Rest in peace. You were good. Right. It could stand uh, on its own by the end. Fucking hey, That's right, Phil. Watch it was a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
<laughs> Continuing on, Silence is heard as the end credits roll as there was no end title music composed or recorded for the film. Honestly, I feel like it. You know fit, what, though? It fit. It, it, fit, it fit. It fit because. I don't think this species would are, have art. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, just it's like, so kind of thing. The silence just added to the chill factor of the movie. 100%. Especially I, I the like ending. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like this, this is definitely just this is a this is an ant hive at this point. You know what I mean? They're just I, worker ants, so and I will say, I didn't see it coming. I thought it was just him trying to blend in and see oh, what the fuck they were doing. Okay, and then when he shrieked, I was like, <gasps> so the end did get me. It did get me, especially because they always have him keep looking at um, what's her name there. While he's like yep. walking at the end, so you're kind of like, oh, well, you know, he still like misses her or something like that, but can't, yeah, do anything about it. But yeah, no, it was a good ending for sure. Yeah, it was. In uh, in Matt's office, Matthew's office, the poster behind his desk in the corner by the window reads "Friends of the Earth" in Japanese, foreshadowing that the pods think that they are here to help. Isn't that always the story with aliens, though? Yep. They're like, yeah, we're here to help. Well, I mean, if you think about it, 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 there there would be world peace. Well, here's the, I mean, in the fucked up way, that would probably be the one thing that would bring us all together on a united front. Would be Independence Day, baby. Right. You need a bigger threat than ourselves in order for us to. Which is what the the ending of Watchmen was about. 100%. I've watched Watchmen a long time. Fucking good. In the comic, it was an it was a um, giant fake alien squid. Starro? <laughs> oh wait, no, that's a starfish. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> yeah, squid, squid. Word. All right. What else, Chad, Daddy? Veronica Cartwright and Kevin McCarthy have both been in two versions of the story. Cartwright also appeared in The Invasion in two thousand seven, and McCarthy starred in the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers in fifty six. Damn. The invasion uh, yeah. is only very, very, very loosely based on this. Isn't it more like a virus? That was a show, wasn't it? No, it was a movie. Oh, it was a movie? Oh, okay, never mind. I remember it had Nicole Kidman in it, but that's all I remember. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking average. Oh, that's... Is Daniel yeah. Craig in it? I uh, want to say yes. God, I feel like I have seen that one. That was a lot. Yeah, from memory, it was pretty pooped down. It was mid-2000s, wasn't it? Yeah, 2007. Yep, Daniel Craig, Nicole Kidman. Jeff Ray, Veronica Cartwright. Well, I think I have. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, Chad Daddy, what else? While, re- while recording the electronic overdubs of the musical score, the synthesizers that go, go. Danny Zeitlin used would overheat and detune. It was also the first time that a Prophet 10 synthesizer were used for a movie score. Cool. That's pretty well, cool. Not, not, not cool for the heat and over. No. <laughs> you don't want that. That's bad. Overheats and detunes. So you basically have to start over from oh, scratch. Fucking suck. You know, the main, you know, the dude who's like the gopher for that guy is just <laughs> pissed the fuck off. He's like that drummer in fucking uh, Studio 666. That's like when Dave's like, all right, a little bit to the right. No, a little bit more to the right. <laughs> like, you know, there's one of those dudes that's just like, fuck this every day. <laughs> Ah, uh, anything else, buddy? 
Uh, let's see. Gene Siskel and Robert Ebert both liked this movie and gave it two thumbs up on Siskel and Ebert in 78, but they both wondered aloud as to why Philip Kaufman remade the original uh, classic. Uh, the critical consensus since then is that the 78 remake is actually better than the original, the best of the bunch in terms of the four iterations of the story. Interesting. Well, I'm sure Brody would disagree because I know you really like body snatchers. Well, no, Robert. Robert actually agrees that Body Snatchers is a fucking fantastic film as one of the best horror films of that year. You'll find out. Really? Yeah. 90s is 90s is a weird 90s is just a weird time for horror to me. Because mm-hmm. like it is. The it genres is. like there's a lot of different genres, but everything is just I don't know. 90s was just such a vibe when it came down to just filming and like I don't know, you know. There's just like a weird level of cheapness sometimes in the 90s films, too, for some reason. But anyways, Chad Daddy. The bagpipe version of Amazing Grace was also played during the send off of Spock's coffin in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> All right. I thought you to say The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Gone. Three of the principal cast members went on to star in David Cronenberg movies. Art Hill yeah, yeah. in The Brood, uh, Brooke Adams in The Dead Zone, and Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. I always forget that the fucking Dead Zone is a Cronenberg movie. Yep. Is it really? It's one of wow. them. With, um, with uh, fucking, oh my God. Christopher Walken, right? Yep. Christopher Walken, yeah. Dude, I haven't watched that. That was a movie where I watched it once as a kid, and I kind of remember of it. But every time I try to think of it, my memories bring the show up more for some reason. Yeah. Did we not review it for Goremore? No. No. I don't think so. Fuck. If I didn't know, we've talked about it for sure. You can always make a change, you know. Oh, I did. I I do know which movie I do want to change, but that's something we could talk about after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to you after about that. Alrighty. Anything else, Chad Daddy? Throughout the movie, the director uses subtle and not-so-subtle uses of looking through or someone looking at the characters through frosted glass. Some examples, as in the windows of the the health department office's doorways, the cracked... Sidebar, we still haven't talked about that awesome scene at the beginning where he's doing the health inspection on that fucking restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, if it's a caper, eat it. Eat it. That was a great scene. Yeah. Call your bluff right fucking there, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, don't know about that, Jay. You know, oh, you know what? That leads into something I also forgot to mention. This motherfucker was Ace Ventura in it the whole fucking time. Didn't even, like, think about it. Like, I wish he pulled the Ace Ventura just, like, driving outside the window, but... Yeah, dude, he had the broken windshield the whole fucking time, man. So it's like... I don't know. Okay, so... um the crack broken windshield while Matthew's driving, looking through streets of clear plastic like the Asian lady did in the dry cleaning shop, or distorted mirrors at Dr. Kibner's location at the Gathered Bookstore, the silhouetted shadow projected against the curtain that Jack or Mr. Johnny are walking behind the mud bath spa. This is all a filming technique to emphasize symbolism and metaphors of the juxtaposition by giving the audience a skewed view of a changing world in progress to suggest that things and people kind of look the same in this portrayal of various altered imagery, but they are not the same. Interesting. Question, boys. Would you ever do that mud bath? I would not. I don't think. (laughs) Not if somebody else was in that mud. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you... How much of it's mud mud and how much of it's poop? 
Somebody might have just been like, fuck it, I'm taking a dump in here. I'll never know. <laughs> oh. John on the sad dude. Like I would do I would do a mud bath. Like, can you boil mud? Like, can you boil it to a certain point to where like it would kill everything off like that? I don't think you could, right? Like I don't know. Because they're not cleaning out. You know, they're not cleaning out that tub every fucking mm-hmm. time, dude. They're not changing out that much for <laughs> every single person. But it's also the 70s, so they didn't give a fuck about nothing back then. Yeah. Goldblum put his fucking hand in that tub after that bloody obese man was in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, like, yeah, he did. That, that big boy, man, like, how much, like, that dude had some mud up the crack of his ass. Dude. You know what I mean? Like, so it was like, that poor girl that was massaged, like, did she have to shower him down before that? Did he? Do, well, like, she did. She walked him to the shower. And, like, him down. That's what I'm saying. Like, ass naked. did she get up in the crack, like, just to get it all? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, least, the least they could have done was worn, like, a fucking sumo diaper or something in there. <laughs> Not full naked. And yes, Gene, I like, <laughs> how do you read a paperback in a mud bath? Not very well, because he was, that book was really fucking muddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. It's just gross, dude. Like that. <laughs> it just seems so just like, ugh. but you know, different time. Obviously they still got them. Right. Like, okay, still, so we, are, we already yeah. talked about, uh, we already talked about the garbage trucks and that's them disposing of the human. The fuzzies. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Nimoy famous for playing star Trek's Mr. Spock born and bred on the planet Vulcan, a planet whose people and culture are noted for the attempt to live by logic and reason with as little interference with emotion as possible. Would ironically most likely find a planet earth, now populated with the emotionless pod people, actually not only more desirable, but preferable to that of the emotional, illogical, impulsively reactionary human beings that populated the planet. Right on. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, though, man. Like, what's your day? Well, that's, I guess, the newer movies. I can't base it off of that. I was going to say, because wasn't Spock hooking up with what's her name from Earth? And she was all like, she was a spitfire. That was only in the movie. Oh, fair. I love those movies, though, dude. Same. Great. All righty. Anything else, buddy? Only Philip Kaufman, W.D. Richter, and Donald Sutherland knew how the film was going to end. Veronica Cartwright was not told that Sutherland's character had been captured and became an alien. When they filmed the ending in front of San Francisco City Hall and Sutherland pointed to her, imitating the pod scream, Cartwright's reaction of cold fear is authentic. Kaufman chose Sweet. not to shoot the hopeful alternate ending, which was in the shooting script, where Matthew and Nancy give reassuring glances to one another because he did not want the studio, did not want to give the studio an opportunity to re-edit the film, which is what occurred with the original movie. Oh, <laughs> nice. I don't know. I, you know what? I, I, I don't want a happy ending with this movie. This no, movie is was- so just like on a big scope level that you it can't it can't end on a happy note dude nope nope it's like a good zombie movie man like i i'm gonna fucking remake of dawn of the dead oh dude that's perfect the perfect ending, ending. you know what i mean they're like on the boat, they're getting they away, away and then it's just even more fucked and you're like oh my god these people dude like, yeah imagine imagine like, all those people that didn't sit through the credits and left right as soon as they started yeah, right running. Oh my god, dude! You fucked yourself so hard on because you know awesome part. There was, there's no way they undocked that boat. Nope. Fuck no, they were, bro. They, were zombie they all child. died. They're gone. Yep. Fuck. And it. yes, I agree with Heather. The ending of the yeah. dark is garbage. Yeah. 
I kind of forgot about it since we've reviewed it. But they cured fucking easier. vampirism with a fucking blood transfusion. Fucking dumb. Yeah, but they did that. Well, they. I mean, yeah, but you were okay with Daybreakers with sunlight, right? Slightly more so. Okay. I mean, I liked it in Daybreakers. I thought it was cool. But... <laughs> Just burn it out of you, motherfucker! Ah! What? <laughs> But you know right. that was the, that was the best part of the behind the scenes. So let's just uh, end it there. There's other stuff, but nothing nearly as interesting as that. Solid enough. Right solid on. Enough. Man, blood transfusion. I totally forgot about that. But yes, that's right. Yeah, it's kind of a. I don't know. It is kind I of. I think it works. Way. I mean, it, it works, but it's dumb. The rest of the movie is too good to, for that to. Fair. All right. It's debatable, <laughs> me. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Fucking. Alrighty, boys. Well, what format did we watch this on? Amazon Prime. Tubi. Tubi. I started on Amazon Prime and it was giving me motherfucking troubles. So I hopped over to Tubi. You know, reliable Tubi. <laughs> fucking right, dude. I don't know what it was. Like Amazon was acting like my internet was just being fucked up, but it was just wasn't loading. It was just kept cutting out constantly. I was like, Tubi. Tubi was fine. I don't fucking know. Dude. See, this is fucked. Every time we watch a film, you have watched it on Tubi. But our Tubi up here sucks absolute balls. Dude, our Tubi is awesome. I will fucking Tubi out today. Yeah, we don't get anything. Streaming service. And even out of the paid ones, it's the best. If if there was a paid version of Tubi, I would almost be scared to look at it because I guarantee I would never, I would be like, nope, fuck everything else, dude. (laughs) This fucking sucks. It's crazy how many good picks they have on there for a free site. All righty. Douche of the film. Oh, Kidna. He was a snitching cunt. He was playing like behind the scenes with them and then he'd go back to his mob and be like, they're going to be going to here and they're going to be there oh. everywhere. Yeah. Huh? That's true, especially when he hops into the car and we finally see, like, we see uh, what's-her-name's boyfriend and uh, who's the, that bald guy? Was he the cop, I think, maybe? I think mm. so. Yeah, Gene, it's absolutely horseshit, Danny. You just get all the good stuff. We get absolute trash. <laughs> was so was Nimoy infected since the very first scene we even saw him? Do you think? Or no? I got a feeling that he he might have been because he was trying to talk that shield up, like in the um. It he, almost seems like he was trying, trying to like to... trans like transform her right there. With the I don't think so because he showed he showed a little bit of emotion when he fucking jacked Goldblum up against the wall, even though that was just for show. I don't think uh, I don't think an alien would have done that. Hmm. I mean, there was definitely aliens at that party. Oh yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just couldn't. T- I couldn't tell. If, look. Right. Well, I thought they also mentioned that they were like, "We can't do it here because there's too many people." I thought that that was a line. Yeah. So I thought that's why like he was almost trying to have them like assimilate her and the thing. But then it's saying if, if he did, they would have seen her like dry out in front of everybody. So yeah, clearly not. I don't know. I thought I'm he kind of was, but then aliens. I don't know when he would have got turned, I guess. Mm. I'm going with the whole alien species. Fuck the you whole for trying species. to assimilate us. The whole species, Ooh, they yeah, can fuck themselves. Cool. That was a good douches. Yeah. I mean, that is a hell of that's a that's a definite evil mindset right there. They're like, yo, man, we'll just join us. No hate, no fear, no blah blah blah. It's like, mm, yeah. But I want to be my hateful self, right? Fuck you. To play That's a hater's ball is one of the best parts. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh man, fuck nasty. That's right. 
Uh, you know what? I I'm gonna go with Lee, Nimoy though too as well. I feel like he was just he was the most douchiest. Once yeah, from start to turkey. finish, he was very yeah. cunty. He just let everybody on. <laughs> Fucking a dude. Um. Okay. Favorite kill. Didn't get a many. I'm well, the, the pod person that got his head smashed in by the hoe. Yeah. With the hoe? Yep. I feel like yeah. that's the best that's one. Yeah. That's it. The, the hoey pod person. Say, is there Funny how we're talking ones? about hoes? Funny we're talking about hoes. We were just talking about the, the fucking player yeah, haters. Play his ball. That's right. Yeah, yeah play his ball. <laughs> oh, man. I want to watch fucking player his ball. <laughs> <laughs> Next one of you motherfuckers interrupts me. Oh, you know what, though? The Heather's, Heather's got a point. The crumbling body. That was Elizabeth's pretty solid, man. Was that was fucking nuts. It, and we got a long time with it too. Like it was good. We got yeah. stages. Sutherland on Sutherland violence. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. Now I, like I want to see a fist fight between Donald and Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> oh God! See, and this is why we need celebrity death match back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Heather. Elizabeth's crumbling body. Just because that was solid, looked- dude. It lo- I mean, and it looked really good. It did. And then we got titties right after. So, I mean, it's a win-win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, That's when Sutherland was like, God damn it. Do I throw in the towel? No, no I can't fucking do it. Like, he thought about it, though. Um, we're, ooh, I'm sorry. Best scene, boys. When the pods start hatching around him yep. on the park bench. Yep. With an honorable mention to Goldblum's replicant, that scene. I'm going to go with that scene, dude. I like that the best. I feel like that was when, like, I feel like that's when the movie really, like, took a good shift. And we're like, okay, now we're into some shit. No. Solid. Chad, you say? You know what? No. You still thinking? I'm going to change it. The end scene. End scene. Ooh. That's good. Oh yeah, that is a solid one. And dude. Gene just said that or the ending, so Gene's with me on that. I mean, the yeah. ending is great, dude. When you get the scream, you're if you like Scuba said, you didn't expect it, so that's a style. I did ending. not expect it. Like, if you boys would have seen the look on my face, y'all all would have had like big old smiles. It's the same one. He was just I like, "Ooh, you're all both pointing." Each was, other. Like, yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" Fuck it. That was dude. probably the same look I got on my face watching the. Uh, movie serenity when wash got impaled on that fucking giant harpoon did you know okay mel loves firefly had no idea serenity was a remake. serenity was movie of it firefly had no idea now i'm like you've never seen serenity i I went is that i'm like it's the firefly movie i did the opposite i saw serenity first and i was like well now i gotta watch this fucking series i watched i watched firefly because when serenity first came out to theaters they had this whole big marathon on sci-fi of firefly ah nice dude i got brought to theaters just because like that was the time when like you know i had time to go to the movies right after work with everybody and they were just like yo we're going to see this movie you want to go see it i'm like what's it about they're like it's fighting in space with space pirates and everything i'm like cool let's go fucking hey <laughs> sold me i loved it dude i actually have it on fucking dvd somewhere too i should watch that oh shit. so do i i have this i even have the soundtrack somewhere really no yeah. shit. nice Good old Nathan Fillion. Can't go wrong. All right. Um, we did best scene, worst moment, or scene. I know what Brody's going to pick, and I know I'm going to agree with him. Ooh, what do we got? Man ass. Yep. Oh. Tubby rub down. 
Well, I've, I did, actually couldn't even think of one for a second, but thank you for bringing that back up, Chad. Yes, I'm going to have to fucking go with that. It's very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> it was. Yes. Honestly, I could have went for at least another five minutes, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was probably the worst scene. That was, be just, a that, film, that was just something we didn't need, and I feel like that was just the director being a dick to us for whatever <laughs> fucking reason. Like, you're going to watch this tubby man get slapped around for no other it it's should be something on a canon film. Yeah. 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 100%, dude. <laughs> Fucking A, man. All righty. So I, we're all in agreement. I would say that was probably the worst yeah. scene, hands down. Okay. Opening scene, hook you in. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I liked it. Effects. That was pretty cool. Got the spores going across space, landing on the flowers, doing their little thing, and then infecting children. So. All within about three minutes. And infecting children, because fuck them little kids. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. This, could, this shit could have been way scarier, dude, if you had, like... Because in my head, that's where a lot of the... How these families even got affected was through their kids first, which is exactly how everybody gets affected anyways. So it's go to school, so kind of with some fucking shit. So it kind of sounds <laughs> like me that, like, Village of the Damned would really be up your alley. I was just fucking thinking. I that. liked Village of the Damned, dude. You talk, like, Niven... I think I've seen was it eight late eighties or early nineties. The John Carpenter remake. Nineties, right? Ninety five. Yes. Okay, yeah. I have seen that. Not probably since the nineties though. So it's been a minute. It had Chris. I think Reeve I only saw that once. Yes, did. that was yeah. his last. Yeah. I think that was his last movie before oh, yeah. he had the accident. All right. Um. Most attractive character. Nancy. I am gonna have to go with uh, Elizabeth myself. As cute as she was, I'm with Brody. You know, okay. I liked Elizabeth Cartwright in Alien. She's she's been cute in some other things, and I liked her in this too. That's fair. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was an Alien fuck. Yeah, yeah, she was Lambert. She had short hair then. That was the next year uh... too. Scoobs is thinking hard. I mean, I wouldn't kick either of them out of bed. Um, Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, there we you go. Know, you know, I you know, would. Goldblum does it, need mention, dude. We didn't. We didn't. I would give it to Goldblum, but he was. He looked too skinny in the film. He would like Goldblum now with his gray hair and his beard that he's got going. Very handsome he man. Is. I don't know. In I think this young movie, Goldblum, young Goldblum was in this handsome. movie though. In this movie, no. In the fly, young, young yes, fly Goldblum, very handsome. Well, or young even, fly Goldblum, or even handsome. um. Uh, what's it? The the fucking Buckaroo Banzai Gold Bloom. Yeah, yeah. But this, I don't know. He was just too scrawny. He he just he yeah. Looked, but the fly, he was ugh. like Spider Man ripped in that one. So I mean, that's like ten years and like you know. Uh, um. Oh fuck! I get a little mustache ride from Southern. Or uh... I was thinking Sutherland. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking Sutherland just just to be the 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 odd one. Um. Nimoy, you you're know, just straight I, out. Sorry, bud. <laughs> just nobody wants the spocker. Yeah, nobody. Nobody, nobody wants that spocker, dude. No, 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 no. Nobody wants the shocker. The the spocker. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm gonna go Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, buddy. Boom. We can go Scott uh, Brunette Squad. It's all good. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, that takes us to the score. I feel like it definitely set the mood, man. It, yep. it was solid. It was very 70s. The score was very 70s. There were some scenes where, I don't know, it just kind of took me out the flick. 
Not, uh, not enough synth were, for you. It's way too much. Way too much. I don't. I don't know. Not no. Not not too much synth. It just. I don't know. It was weird. Seventies flicks weird me out. Too much with jazz scores. <laughs> too much jazz. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just <laughs> the something composer about, was a jazz musician. So there's just something about seventies fucking films. It just there was some jazz, dude. There was like jazz tracks uh, or something in there, dude. That was just, it's just so weird. Like jazz flute. I don't. I don't even remember what scene it was. It might have been the scene where they're like running together to get you know to get away, and it, it was just it was weird. I mean it. <sighs> I don't know. It took it out for me. All right. Hey, that's fair, man. We're all here to discuss either way. That being said, do we have a song? Amazing Grace and the Bagpipes. That's yeah. about the only one I can Pull remember. the banjo fucking. The banjo Ooh. song. Ooh, you know what? Yeah, we'll go with the uh, the, the dude playing the guitar in the park. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going with the, the bagpipes. Bagpipe? All right. It always makes me think of Spock's funeral. Amazing Grace. <laughs> Um, okay. Favorite character. Uh I'm just gonna go Matthew. I mean, he he's a solid main character to follow around. Mm. I'm 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 going Matthew also, only because you expect him to be the final guy, the survivor, and he wasn't. Ooh. And that was fucked. Alright. I want to see Matthew pre-pod things and just, I want to see him on food case files, man. Cause I feel like this dude <laughs> would be a hard ass and I would totally watch that show, man. Like this would be fucking hell's kitchen. No, not hell's kitchen. What is it? Fuck. What's random? It's like bar rescue, but restaurant. Rescue. Yeah. But what's the one? Yeah. Yeah. Same fucking oh. difference. Whatever, dude. <laughs> but that's what it was. Like you guy. Well, John Taffer. What's the one that Ramsey does where he goes there? The same. Hell's kitchen. Oh, no, not fucking, hell's kitchen. Um, no, no, no. Uh, not hell's kitchen. It's the other. It's, Kitchen you know nightmares. what? What's the Gordon Ramsay? Kitchen nightmares. nightmares. There you go. Kitchen nightmares. Kitchen nightmares. But that's exactly yeah. what it been, man. Like he'd be going in there and be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And just, <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. Have you ever watched the British version of Kitchen Nightmares versus the American version? No, Mm-mm. I've only watched. More, the you get one. more of the true Gordon Ramsay in the British version. He's not like the hard ass as he is in, in the American one. That's because we're fucking stupid, man. So he's probably got to <laughs> bring it down a notch a little bit. So he's already annoyed, it, right? Like, God damn it. Oh, he said that the Gordon Ramsay he plays on TV, that's really just a character. He's not like that in real life. First of all, you could tell that just by watching Young Master Chef, which mm-hmm. I personally like even more so than just normal. Well, oh, he's great. Even on kids. TikTok. Even on TikTok, because I follow him on TikTok, he'll, he'll watch people like making stuff and he's not. No, he's not. Like, he's not a dick. He's just like, oh, come on. What are you doing? Like, oh, no, that's not how you do that. You should do this, this, and this. Like, you know what I mean? But he's not sitting there talking shit to them, you know, the way he does on the show. You know what? I will say, though, watching Young Master she- Chef, Master Chief. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole different that's show. a whole different show. <laughs> um, I love that show, but it also makes me feel like the biggest piece of shit because these 10-year-olds remember fucking recipes that I could never. And they make the most craziest shit. And I'm like, my 38-year-old ass is like, I know how to use the air fryer. Fuck yeah, dude. Like- <laughs> you guys you guys ever watch Beat Bobby Flay on the Food Network? Yes. No. Ever, yes. It's hilarious because you can tell which episodes Bobby has to read a recipe versus not because he's wearing glasses when he has to read a recipe. So if you oh, see okay. him wearing glasses, you know he had to read a recipe to do his meal. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. All righty. Going back to our questions. Sorry about that little sky goat there. Uh, what do we got? I think we did favorite character 
Were we all on Matthew for that? I mean, I, I, I agree with yeah. that too. So yeah. Solid character all around. I thought it was a good way to lead. Was it scary? To me as a kid, I'm it was say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> Even in the all-encompassing thought of like how fucked you would be, honestly, yes, dude. This is one movie where I don't see a positive outcome in any no. situation because of yeah. how, how, how would you, do, you unless you want to just commit suicide because you'd rather just call your own end. That's the only thing I fucking see happen. Nope. Well, let me, let me just sum it up. There's a quote in body snatchers. How does she says it? Um, what she says, she says something like, where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? Nowhere. <laughs> Cause there's no one like you left. That's that, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like you can oh, go to man. an island, but then what? You're just gonna fucking kill it. Like you're just gonna eventually die on a fucking island. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna do a good live in the desert or something, right? I mean, worst case, dude. Like me, I'm doing a suicide run, but I'm taking out as many of them as I fucking can. Like it's not just yep. like me taking myself out. It's like no, 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 no. I'm fucking strapped in. We're going postal in this motherfucker, and I'm fucking going ham. <laughs> I don't give a shit if I only take out fifty to hundred, if at best. Only fifty to hundred. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking bombs, dude. Like big, like I'm fucking, I'm going into that. I'm taking Molotov cocktails. Right. I'm going into I'm that grow up, dude. Like up. I'm taking some people out in there. I feel like he even took some people out doing what he was. You're doing. a plant, well, right, dude? You is, take this fertilizer, you fuck. That is me on like I think it was like Watch Dogs or something where you'd be doing a mission and it would say something like stealth is optional. I'm like fuck yeah, we're going guns nah, blazing. This. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Gene? Right there, I was almost kind of wondering would weed killer work against these and it would have to it would have to like if you it would if, fucking if you got have if to. you got like the diesel backpack sprayer bro and you just went like now we're going action comedy at this point you know what i mean <laughs> like, but i'd be it for would, it. it would have to because they are plant-based it would have to fucking work i i'm all for it dude like give me that version of body snatchers <laughs> It'd be like it's just the four of us dude, fucking running around with dude, it would, sprayers. It would just be scouts ver it'd be uh scouts versus body scouts snatchers. versus pods. Yep. There you go, dude. <laughs> That's all it would be. <laughs> Full out, bro. I'm sorry. Oh fuck. Okay. Does it hold up today? Well, they did yeah. a remake in the 93s, but I I liked it, man. I do. I, I, I think it does. I think it does. Acting? Feel like we already said it's all pretty solid. Yeah, so, good. Absolutely. Solid acting. Cinematography. Brody. Oh, <laughs> well, that's how Brody feels about that. Wow. And here I thought the cinematography was pretty good, right? <laughs> now I enjoyed it. After he's given wow. that compliment about the fucking closet. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> solid. Uh, I almost yeah. wish you would have shit your pants when you have it. Any, anyone else? Anyone else remembering Brody's video where he blew up the bathroom? Yep. Yes. The ginger dead man. Oh man. Ginger dead. No, man. the cinematography was fantastic in this film. I apologize. No, you're good, man. I think it was. <laughs> it was, and uh, especially like Chad Daddy said earlier, man. Pay attention to the background. There's a lot more yeah. shit going down in the background than what you would potentially. There is one scene that I don't know if I missed something or not. And maybe you boys can clue me in. Or maybe there wasn't anything there. I don't fucking know. But it's when Southern was in his office and it was daytime. And he was doing the calls. And he was that's when he was making the calls to everybody. And he looks out the window and one person passes by. And then two people pass by. 
and it just seems to linger on that shot really fucking long but i don't know if i missed anything particularly in that shot was there something weird with the shadows that i missed what was there anything like what the fuck i think was it was that? mainly to show like the paranoia that was kicking in maybe. maybe i don't i don't know like i just didn't know if there was something i did miss maybe i Maybe I didn't miss anything. Maybe there was nothing there. Maybe the two were like really stiff looking robots. And then the other guy was just sort of casual. Like, well, that's, I was like, I was trying to see like how they interacted. If they were different, Mm -hmm. maybe it was just because there was only three people wherever he is. And, you expect yeah. more. I don't know. You know what no, I mean? I wondered the same thing too, because he's just staring at those three trees pretty much. Yeah. And, and we re- I rewounded it just to see if I missed anything, and I still didn't catch anything. I was like, nothing popped out. There was nothing even farther in the background that I might have missed. It was just that weird pan shot of the sidewalk. So yeah. just wondering if you homies caught anything on that. If not, that's cool. Nah. No, I didn't. Right. Premise-wise... Dude, yeah, fucking right. awesome, bro. Yeah, okay. fucking awesome. Alien invasion through the back door. Yep. Essentially. <laughs> um, um, uh, although they were way more successful than the bitch and the faculty, let's just say. Yes, way more yes. successful. But that just happens. That That's what happens when you're a horny teen and you try to do it all. It just doesn't work out, mm-hmm. even as an alien. Um, Was the climax satisfying? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Fucking right, dude. I'm gonna say the climax is the surprise end, right? Yes. Yep. Like that's like. Yeah. <gasps> All right. Fuck it. Okay. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot, boys. Rewind. I'm rewinding. Rewind. This We've shit, already dude. got a great remake. As much as I said I hated this movie, I'm gonna rewind it because yeah. now talking with you boys, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I did. Exactly. Huh? Like I said, go back and rewatch and pay attention to the back. You know what? Yeah. You had a busy weekend, homie. You might have just been a little too tired to fucking watch it. And it's, uh, yeah, I've been in that situation where it's like you're so tired and you're like, you know, what? I didn't like this movie. But then you get a good night's sleep. You watch it when you first wake up and you're well refreshed. Bro, it's a whole different fucking ballgame. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. All righty. We are going to rate this bitch. Now, Mr. Amone did send a score in. Yes, he did. 4.5. 4.5. Okay. So Bob is going to start it up high with four and a half. See where he goes. Mr. Brody Kane, what do you got for us, homie? Well, I'm going to give it a solid four. All righty. Scuba. I'm going to give it a four also. Wow. We really did change like, your mind. I was I was going to give it a 3.5. That's three or three. I was, I was teetering. That's still pretty I was solid. Teetering for, between, yeah. But like I said, there was things that interested me about the movie. Like it right. wasn't a total snooze. It just went kind of slow. slow. But then when it picked up, you know, it was good. But it just took a while to get there. But like I said, talking with y'all and it just it's a four. OK, solid. Hey, man, that happens. That happens to all of us. It has Absolutely. at least at some point. Uh, Chad, Daddy, what you got, homie? I'm with Mr. Amoni. I'm giving it a four and a half. It's a really Ooh. solid movie for Charlie. me. Four and a half. All right. She needed her daddy. And you know what, man? I, I liked it a lot. It was it was suspenseful. It, it had good mystery to it. If you hadn't seen it, uh, the ending is definitely a shocker. You get some titties for a PG fuck. I'm giving it a four. I'm, you know what? I'm going with Gene. I'm giving it a 4.2. All right. Still above a four. Um, yeah, dude. Solid. Let's divide that biatch. That would be a 4.24. So there you go. Nice. Oh, very nice. 4.2. 
for 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which was a Chad Daddy pick once again. So thank you, Chad Daddy, for that. My pleasure. Uh, I'm glad you all enjoyed it. No, it was a very fun watch. Sad we didn't have Bob here to talk about it, too, because it would have been interesting to see what he would have said. But clearly the motherfucker liked it if he started us with a four and a half. So Mm -hmm. that being said, what do we got next week, homie? Next week, we are going back to Elm Street. Yeah, the best of the movies for Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Don't want to dream no more. Can't wait, dude. Me too. Are we, are we, are we already fill, are we already filling in the uh, best song right now? A week ahead of Vance? I guess <laughs> yeah, it's Dream Warriors. It's fucking Dream Warriors. It's, it's, it's on my iPod. I hear it almost every day. Bro, I, that's one of the songs I've always wanted to sing on karaoke, and I'm too scared to fuck it up, so I've never done it. <laughs> I could totally hit the notes. I just, I've never done it. Do it. Have you done Man Behind the Mask? Nah, I don't think that Man one's on karaoke. The ma- really? Yeah, I don't think it is. Gene's got there's not a lot of Alice Cooper on karaoke. Oh, that's bullshit. But there yeah, is Dream Gene, Warriors. Gene's got the docking. Yeah, there's Dream Warriors. That is surprising to me. Docking. What about Night Ranger? There's a shit ton of Night Ranger. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of high people, a lot of stone people singing that. Fucking right, dude. You know. <laughs> All right. So Nightmare 3. Uh, let me look it up for the peeps. I know I'm gonna have that shit on physical, so same. yeah, same. I'm good on uh, that. I yeah. figure you boys are probably good on that as well. Yeesh. And um, yes, Heather, you are welcome to join us next week. I assumed you would actually because you were with the other two with the I other Nightmare on Street movies. So next are week, they... we'll have Heather on. so let's see. Apple, Voodoo, Amazon offer rent. Doesn't look like it's necessarily streaming anywhere for free, but. Uh, you can still catch it. I'm sure most of y'all probably have the physical if, if I was a betting man, which I'm not. So That still irritates me because the, for the longest time, these were all on fucking Max. They were on Max, all of yeah, them. Yeah, well, that's uh, you can thank Almost Warner Brothers. Distrib- you can thank yeah. Warner Brothers distribution for that shit. Dude, listen, man, I love Warner Brothers, but at the same time, man, they I don't know what the fuck they're doing right now, man. They are just all over the place. With, they don't and, know what they're and, doing. And, and not, I can't even say just one certain fashion of things like i'm talking like everything dude gaming fucking media it they're i don't know what the fuck they're doing man they're just not having a good time it's ever since that dipshit bought them the fucking dude that owned discovery he's fucked it up completely oh my god bro like dude you know you boys know how much we'll do we're obviously in the nerd news right now we can consider this nerd news but like dude i love mk1 man but they they dropped the ball on that hard in comparison to other games, dude. They should have kept that shit personally. Six more months in development, dude, and really cracked down on that shit. And I I don't care about any of their DLC characters. Well, I, I could care less about Homelander or fucking Peace. So, so all the MK characters should have been in the game, regardless. Quan Chi is in the fucking story as well as Ermac. So they were already ready to be made as characters and Warner Brothers were skeezy and they were like, no, make them as DLC. And that's, they also never finished them on time. But it's also like, Hi, you, Charlie. I'm sure you guys saw the uh, last week it was released that Warner Brothers was actually was reached out by the animation studio that made Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse to pitch a Batman Beyond movie. And Warner Brothers flat out said, nobody's interested in that. No. Yeah. What the fuck well, are they you had, doing? 
so they had been pitching it before. It, they they hadn't pitched it recently. This was they had been denied multiple times beforehand. Yeah, I think they said they and pitched so, it like once a year. They go in. They re, they released the you know the the Those the pitchers. mockups that they had made for it, and in hopes that enough people will say, "Hey, no, we fucking want this movie." Because if enough people say, "Hey, we're interested in this fucking movie," they'll you know they'll give it to us. I want a live action. I want a live action Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton as fucking Bruce Wayne and give us somebody badass as Terry McGinnis. <sighs> Who would be Terry McGinnis? But, <sighs> I almost feel like you need a no name. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. He'd have to be young. I'd be okay with a no name as I'd, long as he was good. He'd have to I be would, younger. I would rather an aged up Affleck as old Bruce Wayne. Ooh. You think so? Just because it, it'd be hard to believe Neo Tokyo would exist in today's <laughs> Like it has to be set in the future, and I think you'd need the you need an older Affleck for that. Older Affleck would definitely fit the old Bruce from that. No, he would. He would. Especially and, if you and, gave him the guard dog of, you know. Bruce oh yeah, and shit. fuck yeah. And, and I love like I like I always say, fucking Batflex, my favorite version of Batman we ever got on screen, and it sucks that he never got his own flick. Um, but everybody, just, you know, I, I always I always put Michael Keaton's Batman with. Batman the animated series Batman. Like those two go hand in hand for me for some reason. So I I just would put him in the role, but Aza Batfleck would be fucking awesome. I, I I mean I'd be down for either one, but I don't know. Live action live action would be cool. But I'm just saying, man, like from a from a selling standpoint of Warner Brothers looking, it's like, yo, dude, look at how well Sony did off of that Spider-Man. And you got and these guys want to do a Batman one. Let them fucking yeah. do it, man. Like you'd be stupid not to. And don't try to make it some fucking three piece thing like everybody's doing nowadays, where it's got to be, oh, it's all part of a trilogy. No, no, no. Just give us one. That's it. That's all yeah. we need. One solid good one, and if it's good enough, it'll warrant a second one. That's how it should be. Don't just give us trilogies right off the fucking bat and be like, oh, yeah, that, this is what it is. The guy, that, the guy that's running the show for Warner Brothers and DC and all that shit, they need it's to do to him bad, like dude. they did to fucking Norman Osborn in the first Spider-Man movie. When he goes into the board meeting and they all bomb. Oh, it just... Yeah, but then he's going to become Green Goblin. Well, I mean... Like, I don't whatever. care if he becomes a Green Goblin. I just want him that's out right. of fucking... No, he's, <laughs> he's bad, dude. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's sad. It's sad because it's like, man, you have such your library is so extensive and so massive, and you can do amazing things with it. And it's just, I fucking hope so, Gene. Gene says Deadpool three is going to change the game, even for Marvel and Disney. I fucking hope so because I'm hoping I'm going to hold this movie. Yeah, because if this movie bombs. That's it. I mean, that's it for superhero movies, in my opinion. I don't think there's a chance it will. I don't think it'll bomb, no. but I just I want it to be as good as the first two. I want it to be as good as the first one. I want it to be. I love the second one, but the second one even got on my nerves a the little. The second one fell flat. The second one was just kind of like eh, it's trying a little too hard. It I felt I got that impression too. It, it felt like watching Anchorman one versus Anchorman two. I love Anchorman one. I, I love Anchorman. I hate though. Anchorman two. <laughs> fucking I hate. Anchorman oh, it's so bad. As soon as it goes into the RV spin scene, I'm like, I'm, this is, dude. That is like my favorite. Oh, I love that so, shit so much. And I love stupid. But that is fucking. I don't know. That was just a level of like. Oh. 
I agree, Charlie. I agree. <laughs> she, well, she had to wake up from her nap before, you know, she has her weekly cameo on here. That's so. right. She's got, she knows. She's like, that's right. Shut up, Dad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else near to you guys? Oh, Borderlands trailer we got this week. Oh, and can we, how the, f- look, I don't think Kate Blanchett is attractive at all. I disagree. But in this fucking trailer, I think she's. I was like, "Holy shit, she looks fucking hot in this trailer." So, I mean, I don't know if, how many. I don't know if you boys ever rocked the Borderlands games. I've I've rocked a little, few of them. I rocked one and two pretty hard, and then I kind of felt I have three and I never played it. But obviously, this is a mixed bag. We're we're stealing a couple different characters from a couple different games to make our thing, and uh, I don't know. I'm intrigued with it. I, I'm. Jack Black is fucking. Jack Black is uh, claptrap is awesome to me. <laughs> Kevin Hart, we'll see. I don't know as the soldier, but and I don't know. I I'm excited for it. Like we got we got Maxie in it, dude. Uh, they got Tiny Tina. She's from a whole different fucking game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It looks like a fun. It looks like a fun movie, and. Hopefully it's going in the right direction of where we all want video game movies to go and actually like be good. So yeah. Don't give us doom. Yes. Still love oh, doom is a guilty pleasure it. for me, dude. Not I don't know what me. it is. I, I love it. it. Really? I hated it. It was so stupid. I will watch that movie so hardcore just for literally that first person scene. Cause that scene gets me stolen. <laughs> I love it, dude. I fucking love it. Cause I'm like that was like the that was like the fucking scene in House of the Dead. Oh god, I forgot First about all, that movie. That movie is by, that has to be one of the uh, worst pieces of shits I have ever paid movie or paid money to go see in theaters. Such that was garbage. Hey, so they had a sequel too, didn't they? They did. It was a directed DVD. And then the sequel was even worse. Listen, apparently Tubi, by the apparently Tubi has something called Teleparty where we can all have watch parties, so we, we could do that sometime. You know, Netflix used to have that on Xbox, and it was the coolest fucking thing in the world, man. All your avatars would get in this little theater, and you'd all sit down. You could do emotes and shit. And Prime the has something like that. It. Yeah, they used to have that shit way back in the day, dude, in like 07, 08, and then they got rid of it. It was just, like the dumbest thing to get rid of. But um, Let's see. So, yeah, Borderlands trailer. Anything else nerdy to mention, boys? Not that I can think of. I got nothing. We talked X Men '97 last week. Uh, obviously, we got our cast of Fantastic Four revealed. I don't know how you guys feel on that. I don't know. I'm not either a way. Fan of that cast. I not a fan. I'm not feeling it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really care about Fantastic Four, so I, like, I don't really it's, know. And they like, say it's gonna start. It's gonna take place in the '60s, and supposedly they're gonna get stuck in like the quantum realm until now, and they're gonna merge. And I think that's really, really fucking stupid. So you know, you're gonna like, just oh, retcon- now you're going to retcon the whole MCU now because of this? Yeah, everybody's like, oh, that's a really cool idea. I'm like, no, it's not. It's fucking dumb. It's just Captain America. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Like they And they already kind of retconned that with Ant-Man anyways when they did that shit. And they were like, oh, when the original Ant-Man back in the 60s or 70s, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, other than that, yeah, man, that's all I fucking got, dude. I know, uh, like I said, I mentioned earlier, if you're into gaming and you got a X or I'm sorry, PlayStation or PC, Hellbra- or was it Helljumpers 2 is fucking on fire right now, dude. It's selling so well and it's doing so well that they don't have enough servers to hold the amount of people that have bought the game. 
holy shit yeah that's pretty fucking solid dude and they've already upped the servers three different times and they still are just like we don't know if we can do this yet (laughs) they didn't expect it to do that well which is fucking awesome man like that's that's amazing for a game to to hear for a game to do that and especially a game at only a 40 dollar price point so fucking hey man especially with you with the ps5 chad daddy i'd be looking at that shit like a motherfucker i'm gonna have to do that i'm looking for something new to play Ooh, Gene, I'm glad you brought that, but you're right. Hardcore, was it Hardcore Henry, right? Or was it Harry? Henry. 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 Yeah, that was way better than Doom, but that was also an entire movie fitted to do that. It's on Tubi. Didn't we do that on LCD? I know, I watched it. (laughs) Did you guys do it on LC? No? Oh, you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, No, I don't think we did. No. Doesn't doesn't seem like when the fuck did I watch it then? Cover. I thought you guys did cover because I covered Turbo Kid with them. Didn't I thought? Weren't you supposed to cover that after the fact? Or did you cover something no, different? No, I think we covered something different. Um, hmm. Fuck. What was it? What was the Ooh. one where the dude got enhanced or some shit? He got all those enhancements upgrade. or some shit. Upgrade. upgrade. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that was Not cool. hardcore Harry. Yeah, upgrade. I need to watch that. Speaking of Turbo Kid, that reminds me. That's a couple of things for nerd news right there. Is they're finally dropping the Turbo Kid video game. Oh no yeah. shit. Yeah. And uh, also there is a GI Joe game that's coming out that's basically it's done it the same way as the recent Ninja Turtles game. Oh, no shit. Turbo yeah. Kid IGN That's awesome, dude. Is it coming out for everything? It's on Kickstarter right now. Okay. Well, I think that's it plays out. it's like an arcade game or something. Yeah. yeah. Looks like it does, yeah. Wait, is it already out? It says the initial date was 2022. Oh, it's on uh, Steam. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm downloading the demo. <laughs> All right. That's awesome, dude. Well, boys, I'm going to say I think we're probably good for this uh, this week's episode. I'm good. I got to get these kids to bed. Word. All righty. So next week, catch us for Nightmare 3. Yeah. Game Warriors. All right, Brody, you want to start us off, homie? I can. This is your doppelganger kink there. Fucking DKB all the way from the land fucking down under saying, I'll catch you mothers hopefully next week if I'm not working. Um, but other than that, thanks for having me this week. It was a pleasure. And yeah, I look forward to seeing y'all then. Over Hell you, yeah. Steve. This is your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the duke of the dead, and Charlie yeah. saying, see you in your dreams next week. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Your dark lord of knowledge, your Chad Daddy, way down yonder in the Chattahoochee, saying, "Join us next week for Dream Warriors." And in the name of Lowrick, Prince of Elves, Demon Be Gone. Yeah. Nice. And I am your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for joining us for another fantastic, fantastic episode. Remember, Nightmare Three next week, and always as remember. When Chuck Norris turned 18, his parents moved out.